Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Spawncast episode 145. Yeah. Well, Sean, how did that... We, we just started the podcast. <laughs> dude, Hellraiser, dude. Hell yeah. I love Hellraiser. Oh, man. That was fast. It's a good series. That is classic. Dude, I've been waiting on it. I met Doug Bradley and I freaked out. I met him at a horror convention. He was in a corner with a card table. Nobody cared. And I walked up and I was like, you're Pinhead. And he was like, yep. And I was like, can you sign my Blu-ray of Hellraiser? And he's like, I guess. And he wrote it, ter- uh, See You in Hell. And I was like, that's so funny. <laughs> Welcome to Spawn Wave, the only podcast that one sentence into it and we already get distracted. Well, yeah, hey, so I, last week last week we had, uh, what, Big Show behind you, Sean? And what happened? It was the New Year's baby. He had the nipple out. All right, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and then Big Show came back. So maybe Doug Bradley's going to reprise uh, Pinhead because now I there's mean, a new Pinhead. You never know. You never know. Who you calling Pinhead? Uh, who's uh, on my screen? Austin's the big square here, but you said uh, Evan. You said someone else should the be big Nate square. now. It's, uh, Nate. Okay. it's just Nate's standby picture. It's, it's very symmetrical. I like it. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. good, good, good. Uh, so let's go through here. We have Austin joining us tonight. Austin, how you doing, man? What's going on, everyone? Austin, John, here. thank you. Yeah, I heard, you heard there was Pokemon stuff to talk about. So <laughs> I mean, when you t- when Pokemon stuff goes down, Austin has to weigh his two cents, especially if OJ's not here. Oh, yep. Yep. OJ OJ is still uh, still on vacation. He'll be back hopefully soon, though, I think. I think Probably not. Soon, so. That's what um, January's are for. They're for vacation <laughs> and half value CPM. Remember so. whenever he used to talk <laughs> shit about me, he'd be like, oh, you're taking a day off. Oh, you're taking a day off. I know it's been gone for like a month and like I'm going to rag his ass when he comes back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we have uh, let's see from my right here. We have MVG. What's going on, man? Good evening. Good evening. I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on the show have you here and we got uh you just heard you just heard sean sean how's it going man good good yeah have you here and then we have miss click hello busy eating chili cat mm. food. very good very good not cat, uh, food. <laughs> not cat food not cat food uh then we got evan what's going on man what's going evan just you know managing this <laughs> okay <laughs> and then uh max max what's going on man dreamcast guy Chilling, man. It's been a calm week. It snowed in Texas for about five minutes this oh, morning. Oh, that's weird. It was it was like seventy degrees in the Northeast yep. today. Seventy today. Yeah. It was beautiful. It was, it it was, was basically seventy while it snowed. It snowed, and then you just saw it just beep. It was very yeah. exciting. Yeah. And uh, Jordan, what's going on, man? Hi. Good to be here. I'm back. Here, man. Good to have you here. Uh, and then Nate. Nate, what's going on? I'm watching the Ravens get their ass handed to them by Ryan Tannehill. Oh, well, sports. <laughs> Hey, it's all good, man. The 49ers won today. It's all good. Uh, so what, what's everyone been up to this week? What's everyone been playing? I just came back from MagCon. I'm Mag super sick. MagCon Mag, Mag, Mag is something oh, completely different. I, uh, <laughs> back from MagFest. Wait, is, that, is, it, is it demonetized bad? Like, is it demonetized <laughs> different? <laughs> uh, I went to MagFest as well. I stopped by for about six hours, I think. What? what? Yeah, the day that you were there, I was... Austin apparently was like out of commission. What, out of commission. What'd you come Friday? Saturday. Sat- You're there Saturday? Yep. I don't even know. I came back to do the podcast after that. He uh, went there, bought shirts, and then bounced. No, I, I, I uh, we, we, that's um, fair. I got, we had uh, some, some people there. There were some people I saw while I was there, hung out, and it was, it was fun. It was a good time, and I came weekend. home. So, but I did get some shirts. Yes, I got a few other things too. I got a uh, like one of those Game Boy Advance backlight kits. Nice. Doing one of the new ones one of the ones that released like two months ago i think so it's pretty new oh. yeah so i saw them on the floor there wasn't too much crazy stuff a lot of like independent artwork a lot of really yeah. creative artists there 
But uh, I got sick there, and since then I've been playing Stardew Valley. Oh, yeah, yeah man, Stardew Valley's good, dude. That's How good. much did that backlight set you back for the GBA? Oh, uh, it was 50 for the kit. That's not bad. Yeah, no, it, comes, it came with the screen. Everything. Nice. Yeah. So it, even, it came with the glass... Uh, the glass front part, you know, the part that replaced that plastic piece. Yeah. So it just came in like this thing. And uh, I went ahead and picked up a Game Boy Advance uh, online, just a junked up one. So we'll, we'll turn it into a nice pretty one and got a new casing for it and all of that. And uh, it'll be cool. And I also got uh, online, it's for all video coming up, a full one of the rechargeable um, kits that came out recently for the Advance as well. Whoa. Yeah, this is going to be the ultimate Game Boy Advance. Things going to be sick. I already finished making the ultimate GameCube. I got that video you, coming up. Did you get the, yeah. uh, <laughs> the, the plastic holder that gives you two little handles for it? For what the uh, Game Boy Advance? Yeah, not yet. No, I, I need to look into that though. I, I like one? I like the form factor of the Game Boy Advance, like the the original one, you know, because it's like mm -hmm. a rectangle. Um, yeah. Whereas the SP, man, you're like, you're like mm -hmm. yeah, like palms together, you know. Yeah, I, yeah. I, this, I like this the, ten dollar piece of yeah. plastic essentially is the same thing that your your SN30 Pro does. Oh, okay. Look, I see that, Max. Yeah, because you showed me that one, and uh, I yeah, wanted to get. The backlight. the backlight is really bright too and it doesn't really drain the battery dead i think this is this is the version before the one you got i think it'll be a fun install i think overall and it'll be cool but i did install that that uh that kit for the uh the gamecube as well um mvg um and it came, it came out it came out pretty well yeah i haven't done mine yet so i'll be looking forward to your uh your review on that one yeah. but I, i've heard good things about it i heard it's really good Yep, I put the videos already put together. I'll have that out tomorrow. Nice. Um, but uh, install was easy, though. It wasn't bad. I was, I was pretty happy with it. Yep. Um, there you put out an update very, for very it. simple. I put the update on SD card, popped it in, and updated it. I've The only thing, did, have you tried multi-disc games yet? Because I've heard someone said it does work, and then I heard today that it doesn't work. So that, then that they're was working on the, fix for it. That was part of the fix for version 1.0 that released two days ago. Uh, I haven't tried it because you have to get to the end of the disc to then have it but it says it or it says it automatically changed the disc uh mm. so maybe i'll do some twin snakes or something to get through that part uh just to see if it, if it works out but i i like it it's it's good i did some low time resident evil 4 loads up faster and so and so um, it's pretty cool to see it but uh, i i played some games uh and i took a cue from umvg and did not play any of the nin nintendo games even though they're all games i own i only play games i own i was like yeah i'll just you know do some third party stuff yeah i saw you got, i saw you finally um got eternal darkness for the gamecube yes i picked so. that up uh because scott was talking about it last time uh nice. after i think after hours and i was like you know what i'm gonna grab that i had actually a bunch of gamecube games come in yesterday and the day before for a video so i, I had some good ones there's some good ones in there but do you have there. a crt to play it on yeah right uh no i don't have a crt I need, I need to get a CRT again, but I, I don't want like a job. I don't want to just get a CRT just to get one. I want it to be like a good, like one of the, what the Sony Trinitron ones or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. PVM want, or Trinitron. Yeah. Yeah. I want like a good one. I don't want a junk one. Um, you know, like you can find them on Craigslist, but I, I'm, I'm using that Eon adapter though for now for the GameCube and uh, it looks pretty good. I think Game Boy interface, massive, massive improvement though, over the, uh, the Game Boy player. So, oh yeah. Nice. Yeah. It works. It works well though. Um, but uh, what about, what about, all right, Sean, hit us with it what you've been playing um really i just i've been playing um a little more forza horizon 4 i downloaded um jurassic world evolution because it was on uh games with gold for free so i've been playing that a little bit um i actually bought 
DLC for it because it has the Jurassic Park DLC, which is supposed to be like voice acted by the people who were in the original film, but I haven't tried it out yet. I really don't care too much for the game. Like I'm just, I'm very early into it. And like um, my little man eating dinosaur is eating all the other dinosaurs that I've created. So socks and See, no one's coming to I, the park i thought that game like it's a cool concept uh i went to like an experience back in e3 2018 to like check it out it was really cool game's okay as a jurassic park fan i, w- I much rather want a different way of playing jurassic park than like a Same. park management simulator you know it's, i mean it's, it's pretty much theme park with dinosaurs that will kill yeah. you which i like theme park a lot but i don't know it's just yeah, and then I actually picked up uh, Bloodstained again because I wanted wow. to see how that how that performance patch did um, for the Switch, and it, it really didn't do shit. It's still terrible. <laughs> oh, really? I played it for like two more hours, and that's a I, shame. I got to the point of advancement um, that I needed to get to, and then I was like, mm, maybe I'll try again in a couple months. That's that's on Game Pass, I think, right? Yep, I think, I think so. Right. Yeah. See, the yeah. problem is though, I'm I'm already like ten hours into it, and it's like uh, I really want to, you know, I see what you're saying, all yeah. the stuff. That, know, so. That's my problem. I turned it on recently, and I have everything, and I couldn't remember the map. I was just walking around fighting yeah. stuff, and I was like, okay, I, it's still a good game. I'm good. Uh, I mean, it had been a while since I played it. Like, periods. So I was like, how do mm. I do this? How do I do this? But once I got used to, it, you know, it's not it's not the worst thing in the world. But I mean, there's still a lot of you know frame rate drops, and you know, there's a new weird thing where like i thought it was maybe joy con drift but like it wasn't like sometimes i'll be in the menu and i can't go up and down and like i'll have to completely exit the menu and go back in and sometimes miriam will just start like like shifting from side to side really quick and then stop and i'm like all right this is great are the controls do they still feel delayed not as bad i don't think i mean it's been so long since i played it originally you know i'm just now revisiting it but it's not as bad and the lunch meat of the week is honey ham honey ham ham. okay nice okay i can get behind that it's a good stance why don't we just get here on the weakest on the weakest meats i'm gonna i'm gonna jump over here to evan because i know i know he played a game that's actually pretty interesting well we both Play um, we both played it uh and uh what what am i talking about here I and mean, what, what do you play this week temtem temtem okay <laughs> i heard about I, that i liked temtem yeah i really liked Temtem. i was surprised by temtem to be honest it, it was a little shocking because it, it actually might be better than pokemon <gasps> blasphemy i'm not even kidding i couldn't believe it i'm playing this and i'm like is this like I, I I sent you a message and I was like, is this game better than Pokemon? I can't really yeah. tell. And I was talking to you because uh, I streamed the first 17 hours of me playing Pokemon and the whole time the people I was talking to, we were all talking about the mechanics in the game that should change to make it better. But, you know, that would never happen. And Temtem are like 90 percent of what we talked about. So it's just like this it's, is awesome. it's it's very, very close to basically just being Pokemon. Like it, it's. Yeah shockingly close to where i'm like are they allowed to do i guess they're allowed to do this i've been following the game's progress since uh, like 2018 yeah and i remember seeing it like a year and a half two years ago it, yeah. it it feels like they were trying really hard to to do what pokemon's doing but add more to it so it's fully online like evan and i were playing and we ran into each other when we were just going through like doing different things in the game um so it has that down uh, and it, it ran pretty well. They did a stress test where it was starting to struggle a bit. I saw that today because they're doing like these testing windows now. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was your starter temp temp? I picked there was there was a monkey. I picked the monkey. You picked Grookey? 
He knew he knew karate. I, th- I think he eventually gets some kind yes. of fire attack. I think. We, t- we prefer the, fire uh, monkey. You got Chimchar? What are the starting types? Because starting, I know Pokemon has... The one I went with was a psychic. You're at, Pokemon you're has a copyright on having a fire starter and a water starter. Evan, really? Evan picked a psychic. <laughs> I picked a fighting. I think it ended up being a fighting Pokemon. And the other one looked like it was a crystal or grass. Kind of, it was green, but it had like crystals around crystal. it. Um, that's the one problem I'm running into right now. It's like, okay, gameplay wise, it might be better than Pokemon, right? But I can't remember any of these things' names. <laughs> like, well, whereas with Pokemon, you know, you, you, it's it's Pokemon. You get used to it a little. Can easier, you nickname them? Yeah, yeah. Great. So just nickname them Pokemon that are you're familiar with their typings. That's I might probably, do that. Oh, that's, that's, so, that's probably that's good. good. And here's the other thing: it's due out, I believe, in 10 January twenty first. It's gonna, I believe, it's gonna release at thirty five dollars. Wait, no. so when? Like 2021 or this year? No, this January year, 21st. Yeah. 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 It's going to release early access on Steam, but it's yep. also going to be coming to all platforms as well, including yep. the Switch, PS4, Xbox One. Okay. okay. Whoa. And Whoa. Yeah, it, got, it got a lot of backing. What was it? Did it use Kickstarter? Yeah, it was mostly through oh. Kickstarter. But like one of the big mechanic changes is everything's 2v2, which is what like I talked to a lot of people who were like, that just makes Pokemon interesting as 2v2. Why can't they yeah. just make that the standard? Temtem made it the standard. And not just that, but moves between the characters actually interact differently based on that, who their partners are. So that was the most interesting really part. Cool they have stuff. synergy attacks. So like I have a po- I have a Temtem Pokemon. I have a Temtem <laughs> that has a normal it's almost like a normal tackle, but if the Pokemon you have out next to it <laughs> is a poison type, it makes that tackle poison the enemy uh, Temtem for like four turns or something. Holy um, hell! And then there's a full stamina system yeah, that was you, interesting you can't as well. Just, you can't just spam your best attacks like, like in Pokemon until it goes away. If you use a big one, your stamina goes away, and then if you use it again, you take damage for using it. So yeah, you have to rest. You have to pick times rest. to rest. Yeah, there's more tactical yeah. decisions to be made. Yeah, so like your stamina, and if your stamina is depleted completely, like you're saying, Evan, but the move you pick requires 12 stamina, and you have eight, you take four points of damage, yep. and then you can have terms where you can rest instead of attack. And so if you he swaps, he rests back. as well. So when you swap to other things, it'll be rested for the next phase. Yeah, I couldn't believe this. I was playing this, and I was like, I, I think this is a better game. Yeah. Um, I th- here's the thing: the the stress says I think I played five or six hours of it because just the amount of time I had and when you run out because they have Windows mm-hmm. set up. So mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna buy. I mean, they sent me the code to try it out, but maybe they'll send it as we get closer and I can try it out beforehand. Otherwise, I'll just I'll buy it when it comes out. But here was the other thing: it's harder than Pokemon. <gasps> yeah, it sounds it. It's taking it's taking away all the easy aspects. That was the thing. I was playing through it. I'm five or six levels ahead of the of the different NPC players that are around scattered around <laughs> that I'm fighting, but I'm still getting smacked by their their Temtems if you don't do it right. Like if your strategy isn't like on point, you'll still get smacked around by them. This, um, so this, I was I was shocked by this game. I was going to say this reminds me a lot of uh, I really love Pierce Solar. This is like a Genesis RPG that came out a couple of years ago. And it's hard as hell. It's basically like Fantasy Star 5. Yeah. Um, and it sort of sounds like that. Of like, you have already beaten the other four Fantasy Stars, so you know the rules. So they make this one hard as hell. Ten Tim sounds like that. It's like, you've already played a lot of Pokemon. We're just going to throw you in the deep end. That is sounds Tem- great. Is Temtem the game? Someone mentioned in chat, is Temtem the game where they put Etika in the game? Yes, Possibly. I believe so. 
Did oh, they really? that's right. It's the that's hat, right. right. They put his hat in there. Yeah, mm. that, that, they just. I think that I thought they put him. I thought like him as a character in there. Yeah, I remember that in the news. Uh, I think it was last year they were talking about that. Yeah, it's um Aww. solid game. I was very surprised. If you're if you're like playing Pokemon, you maybe want more kind of a slightly different take on it. Like it's not going to overtake Pokemon, obviously not. But like it's uh, I think it's just a cool thing to play if you like Pokemon and you want something else that's similar to it that is kind of starting from the beginning. I think there's I don't know how many Temtem are in this game, but I look through their little I don't know what are they. Temtem decks. Roster. I don't know what they call it. Just roster, <laughs> sure. Uh, the oh ego, the, it went to it went to it went to 144, but I think that might have been down to like what I had seen at the, like I had seen Temtem number 144 or whatever. But uh, I'm gonna assume that it's like 150 or so in there. The art uh, style is just just so different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, when I was running on my PC uh, with the 2070 Super, I was telling Evan I got a uh, new monitor. It's a 144 hertz refresh rate, and in battle I got the full 144 in it so nice. frames um otherwise you can lock it to 60 and run around it it runs fine uh 4k even so um it's not super difficult to run um i think it'll translate well from the switch to the xbox the ps4 so it'll be interesting to take a cross play too so minimum requirements are a gt 650 mobile yep that is pretty <laughs> so much junk. <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't need much yeah i didn't get a chance to play it on the surface laptop maybe i'll try that because that just has like integrated intel graphics but yes uh temtem is uh is good so check it out you also need to have a minimum celeron 2.4 gigahertz processor what are we gonna do i don't know yeah uh i also played mystery dungeon uh and that is uh that's the last time i probably played mystery dungeon right there (laughs) all right moving on (laughs) moving on well the thing is it wasn't a people were like ragging me in the car like mystery dungeon no mystery dungeon was a very mediocre game when it originally they should have made it they should have made a new one they shouldn't have what is is all this disrespect kind of like what is is this is this just a hit circle mystery dungeon I never, I never played the original, but then I played the demo, and I'm like, "This is not a game for adults. This is like an early childhood game." No, it's not. Shut your damn mouth. My favorite part is you hit L, it runs around by itself. It gets all the items for you. Those games were staples when when I was younger, and it'll be a staple as an adult. Listen, the last two Mystery Dungeon games were horrible on the 3DS, and they finally (sighs) course corrected it and gave something that the mystery dungeon fans wanted you shut up with your hate speech is there, rhetoric, is there okay? a mystery dungeon community out yeah, there right? yeah, like, like, there is hey, it's like dungeons. 20 dudes and they're all real mad this. at you like i've always <laughs> said like i've always said i've always liked the spin-off pokemon hey, games gotta, more than mainline we're, games we're gonna get mystery back dungeon to games are better than the main we're gonna get back to that Whoa. we're gonna get back to that uh we're gonna get back to the pokemon yeah we are community oh. in a little bit because i got some things to say about that all oh, this disrespect uh, but, but the thing about mystery dungeon this is that great. great is that uh, great. i was i here's what was funny about this i was getting annoyed i was like ah, i don't really feel like playing this and the game was like yo just press l we got it i pressed l and it played <laughs> itself i was like yes we're good yeah, but <laughs> I, I, I was at that exact same moment and then it I was knows. Like, okay, the game knows now i don't have to do anything <laughs> the game's like oh wait he, he's losing interest tell me compress <laughs> we, we got your fan this is the fast forward button jordan jordan how old are you I'm not falling into this this conversation. What year were you born? It's none of your goddamn business at this point. Okay, because the original game came out in 2005, and I'm yes. going to assume you're 26 years old. He's close. I think he's, you're what 24, 25, 25 years old. 
That means yes. that you were born in the year 1995. So that no, means that you no, were 10 no, years old. No, I was, I was born in the year 19... I'm turning 26 this year. Okay, so you were born... 94. 94. Okay, so, it's the, so you it's were 11 years old game. when this game came out. Yes. I wouldn't have this played is, it at 11, to be honest. And I've played every game in the series. And, and the last one came out, what, 2016 was the Super Mystery Dungeon or whatever on the 3DS? And that one wasn't so good. And they're finally giving... A new version with a great art style of the two best one in the series. The art well, style is Winnie great, the Pooh. Great art style. Uh, I don't the know art style is just Winnie the Pooh. That's it. It looks good. What do you want it to be? It looks like Winnie the Pooh. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, great. Shadowgate 2020. Okay, guys, it's all about the shadows again. We're gonna. It's just a basic thing for a sixty-dollar game. I would like to see a shadow under under Mr. Pooh. No, he looks great. Look at him. He's adorable. He's Thank you. It's like a seven-year-old. Thank you. It's I, you're right. Yeah, RGT. I gotta agree. It does look, look like a kid's weird drawing. Look at his weird arms. Look at his weird little fingers. It's I cutie. Mean, it's cutie arms. for the cuties. Damn. If Jordan wants to be a cutie, let Jordan be a cutie. Yeah, let me be okay. a damn cutie, okay? You guys are coming in here so hostile towards this game, and uh, someone has to speak up about it because there's no defense from this side. All right. I'll be the heel <laughs> if I have to, but Mystery Dungeon's great, and y'all gonna learn to respect it. Move it's on. it's it's hard to it's hard to push the visuals on him because maybe this I Mystery maybe Dungeon... I'm being defensive because I drew the tree and submitted it and they used it. I don't know. Mystery Dungeon <laughs> Mystery swear, Dungeon isn't swear. just Pokemon. There's like one every year from all different things. They just have to pump these things out. So I mean, it's not gonna be the well, best. We have we have Sean critiquing these lovely visuals of Mystery Dungeon and saying <laughs> you expect better visuals from a sixty dollar game, yet he praises. And I praise it too. Friday the 13th. No, oh. no, 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 no. Friday the 13th, no, 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 no. Friday the 13th is broken. I got stuck in a rock and I won. Because he couldn't get me because I got stuck in a bowl. Get, get him, Nate. Get him. A $30 game. Let him not, Nate. Get him. Game for, from a small independent studio. Not a studio. Not If you're making a Pokemon game, there needs to be some sort of standard. Like the Pokemon <laughs> No, when they tried to the make the graphics better, it's when they made the graphics better and did different mechanics on the 3DS games, it ruined the game. It was horrible. This is going back to the roots that made the games great. And I love it. Mm. I love it. Shitty trees. Is that what made the game great? Look at this. It's the art style. They'll still get DLC. They'll DLC the better trees if later. Any Pokemon right. game that comes out. Listen, we got to deal with crappy trees in every Pokemon game at this that point. That is okay? true. So who cares? Just, it's nothing new. I don't think the gameplay aged very well, Jordan. I think they should have made a new game. Maybe instead, you didn't age well. Maybe your childlike oh. wonder went away. Oh. Huh. Whoa. <laughs> look, and look, those animations where they tackle forward slightly, I think they worked all right on the Game Boy Advance. Well, they still work now. Great. No, Love they it. Don't, 10 out of 10. Work. It's, it's, not, it's not a good game. You know what? If it was like for kids, it's for kids, though. Like, though. Not every game is going to be made masters. for adults. If it was like a twenty dollars eShop thing, it's rated E for, for it, everyone. It, it should like be rated EC. It's an early childhood game. That's how it feels. <laughs> no, that no, that's your development <laughs> level with you with your with smartness uh, when, when say, it comes to Mystery Dungeon. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 honestly, I had Charmander as like the partner that you, that that like was picked. I was Machop, and he was a uh, Charmander. I thought he was gonna break out the flashcards or something for me for a second there because it, <laughs> right? it, 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 yeah, it. He it will was, literally say the same thing three <laughs> times during one speech. Oh, like, man. like instead of the character emoting, he'll literally say, "I'm happy." I feel like a Pokemon. <laughs> this makes me happy. 
Here's the one I thing I will like say, Jordan. My, will... my, my tail should be wagging. You I'm guys have happy. the first hour of a game that is very long and has an actual interesting and intriguing story. I will, I will give them do the Explorers of Darkness and all that stuff later on down the line, too. I will give them one piece of uh, one bit of credit, Jordan. They didn't try to make it into two games. I'll give them that. Yeah, they put both in one, and I love that. I will give them that. Somebody said cool. that Spike Chunsoft is the dev for Pokemon. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they are. I just looked it forever. Up. So now, so now I rescind everything I have said because Spike Chunsoft also makes Fire Pro, and Spike Chunsoft did very poorly with Fire Pro World on the PS4. So everyone, make sure you go out and buy Pokemon Mystery Dungeon in March for the Nintendo Switch, so that Spike does not go out of business, so that they make more Fire Pro games. I suppose mm, so that they make more Mystery Dungeon. No. The fire pro, almost done. Fire pro, what's a fire pro? (laughs) Let's uh, let's go to MVG. What have you you been playing this week, man? I finished uh, Judgment a couple days ago. Really, really recommend the game. Uh, I I had so much fun playing through that game, it was awesome. So I finished that. Now I'm on to Need for Speed Heat finally. There we go. Let's go. Need for Speed. That's what Sean, Sean has to get on that. It's yeah, fun, I went man. To, I went to it's GameStop fun. and it was sixty bucks, and I was what? like, mm, "Really? Yeah, yeah." I was oh, like, oh, wow. "I'll come back." I come just back. keep keep an eye on yeah. uh, Wario sixty four. They'll, they'll drop it to like oh, yeah. some sales for like thirty five. Yeah. I think I've seen it as cheap as twenty nine ninety nine. But yeah, it's it's fun, man. I'm enjoying yeah. it. If it drops to thirty five again, Sean, just snap, go ahead and just pick that up because it's yeah um, for sure. You'll you'll like it if you're liking Forza Horizon four. Uh, it has some Need for Speed Underground vibes to it. Maybe even Carbon. Um, well, you're liking it though so far. Yeah, man, it's it's really fun, and they haven't added any any like microtransactions, right? Like, I'm I mean, shocked. it's still <laughs> it's yeah, it's it's awesome that they've done that. So yeah, I, I enjoy the game. Hopefully, um, we'll see more from that franchise going forward. Nice, some nice. some next gen Need for Speed games on the PS5 and the Xbox Series. Hey, X man, would be cool. That's, it's gonna look look. It's gonna look good. What about Max? What have you been up to, man? Um. I've been kind of chilling this week and just playing some random stuff from uh, 2019. Um, and obviously, I watched the Pokemon Direct, which we'll talk about later. Mm-hmm. But just just kind of hanging out. I, I actually hooked up my Dreamcast again. Uh, I have my Dreamcast over in the other corner. Uh, and I played some Power Stone. Uh, oh. Just the original OG first Power Stone again. And uh, man, it was really fun to go back to that. I'm glad that I have like... All, all my original boxer and stuff for the Dreamcast games. It's uh, it's nice to just play like an old school game with everything sometimes. Nice, very nice. What about uh, what about Jordan? Uh, I got back into Borderlands Three. Uh, I didn't have well, I didn't have time in December when the DLC came out. Uh, I was really okay, busy okay. with work, so I went through that. And the DLC is really good. They found out a way to bring Handsome Jack's character into the game again because they can never they can never just leave him in the past. You're playing that. You're playing that on Stadia, right? Yeah, oh, of course. I'm playing. I'm playing the uh, the old version. Stadia, that's great. Nice. Um, but I've also been playing through, and I'm almost done with because I'm working on uh, it's for another video. Um, but I've been playing through Enslaved again. Uh, oh wow, it's been, it's been quite a while since I played this yeah. game. Uh, I will say this: it is not aged very good. Uh, the controls are pretty. They're all, it's yeah, it's, all, it's yeah. But um, <laughs> the story, it, the story on, is hold still on, hold good. on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You, you don't think that game's aged well? But you think Pokemon's Mystery aged Dungeon's fine? Age? Mystery Dungeons, Mystery Dungeon, it aged fine. Don't 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 get me heated up again. I'm already too <laughs> trying to forget y'all for a minute. But uh, no, Ensla- enslaved. The, the controls are a little clunky. Little little. Uh, it's 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 weird. But I, I I like the game a lot. I still really like the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll talk more about it when I do that video. But yeah, that's about it this week. 
What about uh, what about Miss Click? Hi, um, I I played a uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Oh, nice. nice! All right, I watched her beat it. it so far. Oh, you beat uh -huh. it? You already finished yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, it was really oh. fast. I think we did in sixteen hours, so it was like three oh, streams. That's all right. Yeah. What What do you think of that one? Um, so I liked it. Okay. It wasn't okay. like Whoa! you know, but for a game that literally was like kind of under the radar for the longest mm -hmm. time, you know, they didn't over advertise it, and I think in a way even though it was kind of confusing at first because i feel like they push a lot of games i feel like it was good you know like if they had over advertised it it would be like what's all this hype for nothing or not mm. for nothing but like i hate the backtracking it's mm. like the same three four planets you keep going to like if there's one thing that really got me annoyed was like we go back to a planet we were just at before the last one it's like objectives mm. all the way where you were and you just have to go like they pad the game because you have to backtrack right combat was super fun i loved mm -hmm. it um and like you had a lot of elements that you know were pulled in from other games right it feels like Sekiro, dark souls mixed with what else did we say I don't a little know. bit of metroid in there metroid the map reminds me of like metroid prime yeah, I've like, there's so uncharted. much like uncharted 4 it feels like uncharted that's 4 that's what a lot of too. chat was saying yeah. yeah um and i'm like uh some other thing yeah the map reminded me of metroid like i'd open up the map and i'm like dude am i playing metroid right now like it felt like metroid prime um Really cool, though. Overall, the story was good. I did like the fact that they had it just set outside of, you know, like the stereotypical cookie cutter, you know, cast of Star Wars at this point, though. I love the cast. Um, you know, obviously the end happens, yeah. which was yep. cool. Super OP, but it was it was cool. Um, overall, it was a really solid game. And I hope that, you know, they kind of take this and people who are interested in buying into it. Um, and kind of like, oh, I'll give this game a try. I hope if they do, you know, bring the sequel, which it kind of basically sets it up for. Mm -hmm. I hope that, you know, they put a little bit more, hey, you, we probably all expect that this is coming. We're going to like really like put this in. As long as they don't change like the microtransaction aspect and stuff like that. I really think that they have something special set up. So right, I liked yeah. it overall. Hey, yeah. good, a, a good Star Wars EA game. We'll take that. We'll take it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, what about all right, Nate? I saved you for last because you always have interesting games. What what do you got? He's been on a dry streak too recently. early in the year for something weird. Really? <laughs> what? I've been playing a good game, but it's under embargo, so I can't really talk about it. I can <gasps> say its name. Oh, okay. What's the name? Super Crush Ko. Don't know what that is. What else you got? It's from the guy <laughs> who made the Explosion Machine. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, okay. hell yeah. I know that. Okay. Cool. That's on the eShop as well. That's gonna be on the. Yeah, it comes out on the sixteenth. Oh, yeah, okay, so this week. All right, cool. We'll check out for that one. Are right, you gonna have you're gonna have gameplay footage up for that then at some point? Yeah, embargo's the sixteenth. He'll have direct feed footage. There we go. Shut up, fringe. <laughs> <laughs> what did you play did you play any more Pokemon? Yeah, I got up to the I just finished the second gym. Oh I mean, finally, Wait, friggin' hop over there left me alone and let me actually explore and do things and didn't interrupt uh, me he'll come back. steps and be like, Hey, you wanna fight me? Hey, he'll we're on a bridge. Back. You know that's a bridge? <laughs> Walk the bridge. Hey, a bicycle. I'm like, okay, I, I get it. Uh, I have bad news. As soon as you're on your way back oh. to the third town where you're going to do the third gym, you have to fight him again. I just kicked his ass after I left the second gym. You fight him about 13 He's great experience. You, you are literally going to ruin this child's life. Like, are you're you going to crush just, all of his yeah, dreams. Just keep you're making fun of him every time. You're just watch as he darkly life. looks away. <laughs> are you one of those people who avoid all of the trainers while you play? No, I like fighting them because I want to battle them. The problem is, 
like getting to the first gym, like, okay, I'm walking down the hill. The gym leader comes over to you like, hey, that's my gym. Like, okay, I take two steps. There's Hop. Like, hey, did you know the gym's right in front of us? Yes, Hop, I did. I just talked to the gym leader. And then two <laughs> seconds after that, the guy's standing in front of the door like, hey, you want to come in the door? Yes, I do. Why can't I just <laughs> progress without having to be stopped every 14 seconds to be told this is a door? You can open it, change your clothes, throw the Pokeball out. You know make what? Make sure you choose you a tag. You know they what it sounds like? A tutorial on catching Pokemon in this game, Evan. You know what? Doesn't it? it it's it sounds like Nate. You know, Nate, game Nate would probably like Temtem. Right? Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know when Temtem's coming to the Switch, Nate. But uh, I'd be curious to get your take on that. Whenever that does happen, after I mean, you playing Pokemon now, I like the. I like. I enjoy the presentation sure. of what mm-hmm. Sword and Shield has. I. The battling is still fun. Exploration mm-hmm. is still fun. I just the pacing. It just hits these random slow points. For really no reason where it's just overly explained for the point of i guess they want to add dialogue sequences mm, okay like you it's just find like, yourself mashing a over and over again kind of thing just like trying kind to of, like i keep coming up to like the the villains team whatever their names are and team yell team yeah, they're not they're just saying like they're, yeah, they're, I'm not, a punk. they're not the villains they're just well, marty they're, marty's lackeys yeah. they're yeah. just inconveniences like they're here fight my zigzagoon like <laughs> okay just they're fanboys <laughs> it's just it's weird like the pacing could be improved once you're not dealing with constant stoppage and it's traditional pokemon i just it felt like they want to add fluff to it and they're just like well we'll have hop just come along hop his way into your way how much disrupt everything how much of the wild area did you play a decent amount until i kept getting my ass kicked by like Freaking Pokemon that were three times my level, and then I couldn't run away, and they just kept killing my whole team. I think I walked around for like an hour and a half, and then got my ass kicked. And did you do raids? I haven't really done the raids much. Do some raids. I mean, now that you have the bicycle and you have fast travel, you can go back to the wild area anytime. Do some raids. Uh, now with the promoted raids, you could get Gigantamax Pokemon early, which is like a fantastic Pokemon to have on your team throughout the entire game. Yeah, I'll probably do that. That way I can break away from the traditional path and not go to the third gym so I can avoid hop for a little while. Plus, the more raids you do, the more experience candy you get, and you can make one of your Pokemon disgustingly overleveled if you'd like. Right now, my Rabu is kind of overpowered. No, no, no. Before the third gym, my Mew was level 48. Okay, that's not yeah, that's ridiculously <laughs> overlooked. Yeah, I was I was running raids with a guy who had a level one hundred before his fourth gym. Like just playing with Bef- that. By the time I got to like I think the sixth gym, it was in its eighties. Let's uh let's let's move on, Evan. We have any uh Discord questions before we before we move on? We could do this quick one. Anyone here actually slogged through the entirety of Xenoblade Chronicles X? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. The, the, pro- the problem you run into is, and I know this happened a lot for a lot of people. You don't get your skill until like forty. Like yeah. 20, I think it was like thirty hours. Yeah, it was like 30, was, 30, 30, 30 hours. And I, I know. Longer, I think it was like sixty. I mean, by the time get, I got it, I was like, "What? This is a different game." Yeah. When you get the scale, it's like, "All right, this is amazing." That's the problem. I think a lot of people like you're saying slog through it because before you get that scale, it, it kind of feels like that at times. Um, and I remember I tried to play off of the Wii U like tablet and like the screen was text. too re- low resolution to read, and I'm like, "What is going on here?" Yeah, uh, but yeah. 
two, yeah, I remember. Like yeah, two, I think I think yeah. I had I think I had nearly I think it was eighty hours in that game. So I I played that. That was that was what twenty. Was that twenty? When did that game come out? I'm trying to think of. I'm 14? trying to think of. What, it had to it have been fourteen, I think. It's that's been a I, bit. I started like videos, and I was like, I would love for them to bring that over to the Switch so I could go back through it. Um, but we'll that's see. that's the game that needs to be. It's no Pikmin three, no Super Mario three D. Prepare for disappointment. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> We're getting a Pikmin three. It's prepare just a for of disappointment. Time. Uh, oh, there you go. There you go. Give me this. Uh, this no. is the only game that will benefit. Those games are not yeah. going to benefit from being on the Switch, except for in terms of sales. Those games were not throttled by the Wii U. The Xenoblade Chronicles X was throttled by the Wii U. They had to do DLC packs for high for faster resolution textures and crap like that, and the text was too damn small. You put it on a more powerful system, you fix all the issues that you had with the game. It makes sense. Do it. I think. Yeah, I think it'll it'll do well on the Switch if they ever move it over. That'd be cool. Maybe Dude, st story is so good in that game. It's so good. I like it. We have another Discord question, Evan. Before I go through some of the super chats, we got a question specifically for Sean. Since the turn of 2020, everyone's talking about game of the decade. Can we get a meat of the decade? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. that that's funny. It's serious. It's got to be Rose. What, what, what are the nominees? Thinking, what are the top four nominees? <laughs> I mean, you really, you really can't go wrong. It, it has to be high quality. Like, if you're buying the little, or no, no Arby's no. BS. No, it's, it's, no I'm talking talking about, like, if you don't say Prejute. Uh, see, I'm, I, I like Prejute, but I, I'm not. I'm, a, I only have it at holiday. <laughs> then you like. Then you're just not Italian hey. enough. What about well, Gobble I mean, What? Gabagool. Oh, Gabagool. Gabagool. Capicola. I have no, no idea what any of this is. This is We're talking about Capicola, which is pronounced Gabagool to the North Jersey and Brooklyn Italians. It's too fatty. I honestly feel like you just, it, it's not even necessarily roast beef. It's just roast in general. Like when grandma makes the Christmas <laughs> roast, it's like, that you're, you can't you can't beat it and it has you know the little gravy on it and then mm -hmm. you know a couple hours later there's the snowflake rolls and you open up the snowflake roll and you put some of the roast beef on there and you drip some of the juice on there and then you have the sandwich and then like 10 minutes later you're like i want another one so you go and have another like you, you can't beat it okay let's go uh i'll go through some <laughs> of these uh some of the super chats as we go through here can, can i actually there was a super chat right before Okay. <laughs> All right. Oh wait, no here. Exactly. Exactly. There we go. Let me turn my camera oh, back on. Sorry. So there, there was a super chat right before the show started. Um, our show glitched right as it began, and somebody left a super chat, and I wanted to say what it was. Somebody said, "What games uh, that were on the 3DS or the Wii U do we most want to come to the Switch?" And I just want to get that super Chronicles chat. X. Yeah, we. Okay, there goes. You play Chronicles X. Sorry, that's one. Uh, you know, I would like to see Wonderful 101 because I didn't actually play that on the Wii U. Oh, what? So good. So I wouldn't what? mind. I wouldn't mind actually I playing it on the on, on the on what? the on the Switch. You guys need to get uh, copies of that game. Is like ten bucks on GameStop. You should guys pick it up. You should go oh. pick it up. I, I can't, the biggest one for me was Mario Maker. I was super super into Mario Maker one. Like while I was playing it, it was big. And I think Mario Maker two. It, it, that's the one I would have wanted. And the sequel is everything the original was plus more. So that's that's all I wanted. Okay. Uh, Wind Waker Twilight Princess. Oh, dang it. yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I was like, uh, uh, we're forgetting about something. 
uh, Fish fan asked about RGT's uh, Deli Meat of the Week. We were we went over that in length. I would say at this point, even getting to a uh, Meat of the Decade there. Uh, Riku Key Two says, "What other Wii U 3DS ports?" That's one we just did. And then uh, Trip and Fall says, "With the Pokemon Direct, what uh, that happened this week? Does RGT still have to smoke the cactus?" Nope. And oh, it was a direct. Nope. No. Nope. It, it said direct what? in it. I didn't not see that addendum in your contract. Technically, either. it was a direct announced on Nintendo's Twitter handle. It, but was, it's not it had the word direct. direct. It happened. It's a Pokemon Direct, which is run by the Pokemon Company. But it was a direct on Nintendo's channel, Nintendo Direct. I will go to court against you, Fringe. All right, let's go. Uh, I will see you in court. To be fair, if you go to the list of Nintendo Direct's Wikipedia page, it includes Pokemon Directs. Thank you. Ooh. Mitch is safe. Mitch, Mitch has been... And look, I, I still think you're getting another uh, an actual Nintendo Direct this month, so I'm doubly not worried about it. But no, the Pokemon Direct was a Nintendo-based Direct for Nintendo-based systems. If you're, thus, if you're this confident... Then let's put up the bet again. We'll have a general direct in the month of January. You know, if uh, not, you have to eat Mitch. My grandma actually came by and was shocked that the plant was still alive. I told her it was doing fine. She kind of disagreed, but I mean, I think it looks fine. It's still like green and shit. Like, I don't know. Uh, oh, the chat saying that's a cop out. Uh, nah, they nah, are calling you nah, out. Nah. You're a coward. It's not even a cactus. You took the, the first opportunity. Thinks, <laughs> the chat also well, thinks it's a cactus. It should well, be a this? cactus. How about this? Sean, Eat a cactus. Sean, do you think this week is the week for the Nintendo Rec, though? Uh, I think so. With the I'm kind of thinking so, too. I'm kind of thinking so, too. So. And, and, if it, it, and if it is, I think you're getting Dante and your Smash Brothers. I don't Dante's Inferno? Dante's Inferno. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're talking about, oh, you're talking about Devil May Cry. <laughs> So I'm just kidding. I just want to piss everyone off. You, you think we're getting it the week after the Pokemon Direct? I don't see why you couldn't. We've had it. It's happened before. So I mean, and the Pokemon Direct really wasn't. Outside I mean, of how many three has that hap- ever happened? Mm, I think twice. Normally, though, it's uh, yeah. I think there was one where there was like a there was a, a Nintendo Direct and then a Smash Direct. If there's a themed Direct, sometimes there's a, a normal Direct. A week after, but I th- in don't... 2013, we saw a Pokemon Direct on January 8th, and then two weeks later on the 23rd, uh, we saw a Wii U Direct. There you go, Sean. That would count. There's the numbers. We're gonna get wow. a Wii U another Direct Wii U Direct. Week? It'll be great. Hell yeah! <laughs> in 2013, no, again, we had a Pokemon Direct September 4th, and then three <laughs> weeks later, a Nintendo Direct. Oh, but that was for Wii Fit U, so mm. that doesn't count. It does. It's- still a direct if you make it direct a direct is a direct are we counting (laughs) indie world presentation in 2016 we had the pokemon sun and moon and 20th anniversary pokemon direct and then the next week march 3rd we had a nintendo direct oh that That was okay Uh, and then more recently (laughs) uh last year we had a pokemon direct last week of february and then we had a nintendo direct two weeks prior let's uh let's go through some some more of the super chats uh travis says what are your thoughts on the switch pro rumors for summer 2020 also love this podcast normally listen to it every monday while i'm working 
uh, Travis, we're actually going to be going into that pretty pretty soon. We're going to do the Pokemon DLC stuff, then we'll do the Switch Pro stuff. Thank you, Travis. We got you there. Uh, Nathaniel uh, says, with all the talk of the Series X, seems that everyone forgot forgets the Xbox All Access program. What are the opinions of this, given the $500, $600 price? The Xbox All Access, of course, is the uh, basically where you can finance an Xbox Game Pass and I, I think they even throw in an extra controller sometimes, uh, basically paying it off like a cell phone, essentially, over time, um, which I mean, if 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 it, if it works, it works, I guess. Microsoft just wants to get that box in your house somehow. So um, I don't I don't I don't think they'll uh, the, I don't know Would they finance like super cheap. I don't think so. But I mean, it makes sense for something that's six hundred dollars. Uh, oh, this is uh, oh, Max, this is about the Final Fantasy seven demo. Ask Dreamcast guy why jailbroke a PS4 to play Final Fantasy VII Remake demo early, and if he didn't, why did he get a code above actual Ugh. Final Fantasy VII YouTubers? I, I do know Max did not jailbreak his PS4, though. <laughs> I, I do not have a jailbroken PS4. In fact, I don't even know. I don't know how to... I don't know how to jailbreak a PS4. Um, I don't know. I While he I, does a podcast with Modern Vintage Gamer. <laughs> so people here do not... If I want to jailbreak it, I might be able to. I have the see-through... <laughs> blue ps4 which can't be jailbroken this is actually the newer one so i don't what? have a jailbroken you say PS4. can't like it's already not in the works well, mvg no, you got news not. on that well we have, i, I we will tell you this guys you need like a really early version firmware ps4 to, to jailbreak one so i mean most people don't don't so have you gotta that. you gotta know you gotta know people who already have yeah, one at this point i think you're gonna be on like firmware 5 or something something like really like from I years ago, even, essentially. I never even looked into the jailbreaking scene for the PS4. I never even really thought about it for some reason. Yep, same. I have a, I have Actually, I thought, I thought, I'll admit, I thought about it when the Final Fantasy VII remake demo leaked, but I, I don't know how to get in any of that. So. The thing I, is, that you can't. I mean, unless unless you have access to a, a like I said, a really early mm. PS4, then there's no way you can. Oh, well, there I, you go. A jailbroken uh, I, PSP. I, I have a PS4 sitting around that I haven't turned it on since God of War. Mm. Oh, you're good. Is that, is that too mean? late? Um, <laughs> maybe, maybe you got to check and see what firmware you're on, I guess. Because I just bought a PS4 Pro for God of War and I haven't turned the PS4 on. Which How I firm is your wear? I think it's too late. Actually, uh, I played Fallout 4 on it and then I don't think I turned it on after that. Yeah, I, I think it's too late, dude. Uh, it's it's pretty early, the firmware, from what I recall. Mm -hmm. All right. That's fine. I could wait like a regular patient human being. Yeah, I'm hoping it's this way. Every week, I'm like, maybe this week, finally. Man, I, that, that article came out and was like, yeah. uh, it's going to launch the same day as the game. I'm like, no, don't I, do that. I'm thinking, I, I feel like it's got to be soon. Yeah. It, the fact that they uh, put it on the PlayStation Store before christmas or um i think i'm hoping the 30th what is it 20th anniversary 25th anniversary of final fantasy 7 is january 30th so i think it'd be cool if they just like uploaded it then or around then yeah. okay very cool very cool uh I, I like uh january the 30th it's the anniversary of the game right in, that's what uh, that's release. what nate, yeah. nate was mentioning i think right nate is that was that what you were thinking january 30th as well yeah, it makes sense for the whole anniversary celebration of, oh, here's the demo of the new game. You get to play that first area, whatever it is. I mean, they had it was the same demo 
I assume from E3. So it's just a nice way to give fans a little sample. I don't know where GameSpot got that ridiculous idea. That it it said, uh, they, on... yeah, they really fixed the, they like added something to the article and was like, oh, that was just from their own assumption, you know, kind of thing. So that scared me though for a minute. I was like, wait, we know based around leaks and stuff and data mining that at the end of it, it says pre-order now. Why would they put that out the same day? You know, that's why I was like, that's weird. So. Hopefully, hopefully, uh, hopefully we get some time at the demo before the game comes out then. I'm very excited for it. Yes, I I'm can't wait to well. experience Final Fantasy VII for the first time. It's it's uh, different. It is very different. And you, so Cody yeah, says, think... oh, Cody says, do you think the longer transition, uh, the X series will have a shorter or longer lifespan than the one with regards to hardware staying to date? Oh, shit. What? He's talking no, about the... That, that's a great question that's a we, freaking great question well, we're going to be getting into the xbox series x stuff as well i'll, I'll kind of talk to you a little bit about that as well actually you do a video on it too sean you, you know what we're talking about here um we'll come back to that cody because we are going to add that in but that is a good that's actually a good point to bring up if that lifespan of the system will be affected by the but they're saying maybe t- up to two years of uh cross-gen work from first parties um console gamer asked got a wii u last week any hidden gems yeah the whole library yeah (laughs) come into the shelf it's a hidden gem just like an indie game that's been re-released on the switch and buy it for 40 dollars less on the wii u well sean sean pointed out uh xenoblades there you go chronicles right behind him there's a lot of decent there's some of the third-party ports were really half-assed but there's actually a few really decent third-party ports that you can get for like literally pennies on the dollar i recommend batman arkham city armored edition because it really uses the gamepad well and need for speed most wanted actually um uses uh pc textures instead of the ps3 and the xbox 360 texture so it was actually the best looking version of that game that came out Mm. on consoles i also heard devil's third was very good as well (laughs) boo Um, (laughs) yeah where's the port of that I'll say I don't like Star Fox Zero. I think Star Fox Zero is a bad game, but it's also really cheap now. If you got a cheap Wii U, pick the game up. It's definitely unique. It's it's weird, but uh, since it only exists on the Wii U, it's kind of interesting to play it. Yeah, Five Below sells them. (laughs) (laughs) Right next to Starlink for the Switch. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, hey, you know what? Starlink uh, is actually for hey for seven bucks for Starlink. That's that's actually a good deal. Star Star Fox ain't been having a good run. <laughs> Black Batman. Friday was ten dollars with the toys. I would have. I know that's why I bought it. Yeah, that's man. I bought it for. Oh my gosh! I just uh, wanted the toy. I haven't even twinsies. played. It. Oh my god! Look, we all got little little arwings. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I think I broke mine. I stepped on mine when I was moving. Oh, he has a sealed copy of it. Yeah, here's right, mine, still in the box. There you go. Yo, mine's in a box somewhere. I, I I wanted to keep it in the box to for for, uh, for value. value to increase. It'll How's that feeling right now? Yeah, it might go up to like six, seven, eight. That's crazy. You know what? I, I I own a shiny Charizard card, so I know the time to sell before it goes down enough. I own shiny Charizard card. Yeah, uh, graded. Jack, <laughs> Jack says, "Funny to me that people are still mad about how they're adding new Pokemon to Sword and Shield when it's happening exactly how it did on the 3DS. You had to wait for Bank to be compatible." I have mm. something to say. You know what? Let's let's. All right, let's stop I'm, I'm going to stop the super chats there, and we'll come back. Let me. Uh, let's just go into the Pokemon DLC now, and then we'll come back to that and any of the other Discord questions we have. So, Austin, 
Yes. Pokemon DLC. Paid oh. Pokemon DLC. You were surprised by this. Well, the first thing I want to point out that a lot of people don't seem to understand is there's going to be an update for Pokemon Sword and Shield that is completely free. That's going to support and have all the models and information for 200 plus Pokemon in the base game, which you can transfer via yes. home or you could trade on the GTS where it's equivalent now. No problem. No, you don't have to pay anything. You are going to get it. But now, instead of you dishing out full price again for the V2 games, it's half price and you're getting half of it early and half of it later. Fantastic. And you don't have to start over. Okay, can I, well, let's, can let's, I... let's talk about what there's two there's two expansion packs as part of the pass, and it's thirty dollars total. So if yes. you have sword, you pay thirty, you get all that stuff, and you're good. Uh, but if you also have shield, you have to pay an additional thirty to get that one a pass, right? I own four copies of the game. I think okay. I'm only going to buy <laughs> one copy of the DLC for sword yes. or for shield because, like, if I go through all of this area. There's, I'm only going to miss the, you know, 7 to 20 to 30 Pokemon that I didn't have going through the expansion area. And as we saw, this game has a much larger online community than any other game in the past. So you can trade for them. You can go into raid battles of someone hosting that Pokemon, probably shiny versions of that Pokemon, everything. So I have a question to ask here, okay? Yeah. Because no. you're very in tune with the Pokemon community. Uh, it is January 2020. All right. This was announced, uh, what, yesterday? Yesterday? Day before? Uh, okay. So about a year and four months ago, I suggested the idea of Pokemon doing paid DLC. Okay. Now, I, I want to <laughs> talk about the idea. Of I will doing... explain to you how the comment section went for that one. <laughs> and I, I already know exactly how it happened because the idea of doing DLC for Pokemon is shit. It's horrible. However, they were geniuses in the marketing of it. Instead of saying, hey, instead of us, us releasing Ultra Sword and Shield 2, instead we're going to take that content and we're just going to make that into DLC. Yes. Which everyone's like, yeah, absolutely, 100%. If they said, here's Pokemon Sword and Shield, and then we're going to sell you DLC, people would be like, boo, what the hell is that? No, that should be in the additional game. But yes. they were very, for the first time ever, <laughs> they were good on how they did the marketing. Uh, Sean, what, what's up? You're raising your hand over there. <laughs> this uh, so, And somebody asked us why, why I even made a video on the situation if I'm not really a big Pokemon fan. It's just because it's video games. I don't, you know, I like talking about video games, and this was an interesting topic. You do? My thing, my thing is this with, <laughs> with the game. I think it's fine that they're doing paid DLC. I don't like how they... And one of the things that's been saying, oh, well, you know, you don't have to buy... It, it's... Uh, if you if you break it down, it's more expensive than buying two you know versions of the same game because those games were forty dollars a piece, so that would be eighty dollars, which you're paying ninety dollars for this, so ten dollars more to get the base game and the DLC. Not a big deal. My biggest complaint, and with the biggest, and not even a complaint, just an issue I see with it personally, is the timing of this. The announcing of that you're doing additional DLC less than two months after the base game came out when there was a lot of controversy over a lot of Pokemon not being in the game. And that just kind of rubs me the wrong way. Considering that the DLC, the first batch of DLC, isn't coming out until June, I feel like they should have waited a bit longer and maybe done something like talked about it in March. But I guess I kind of get why, because you had to talk 
talk about mystery dungeon to get all those people excited but i mean that's that's really my my biggest issue was just the timing of it and you know it, it, it seems a little suspect to me that's all i gotta say hey, all no, i know is I, timing, I was i was however, told that pokemon would never do paid dlc that's hang all on uh let's yeah, talk about a it lot from a business perspective because the pokemon company they like to stream their investors briefing at the end of every may mm. and in and before that they talk with the investors at the end of the fiscal quarter and they can say when we announced the dlc in january we had this amount of pre-orders for it already that looks great to investors it's a good point yeah yeah that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I mean, yeah. it, it makes it, it parts of it make sense, and parts of it I just think don't make sense. But then again, I'm not, I'm not like I always tell you in my Pokemon related videos if you need actual better Pokemon content, please visit my union equivalent actor, Austin John Plays. Oh, uh, <laughs> I mean, I honestly I don't even think there should be two passes, I think there should just be one pass and it just links to your Nintendo account. Well, there is just one pass just one for pass. Pokemon Sword, and there's one pass for Pokemon Shield. Well, that, that's, what own, own, like, that's what we're talking about. That's what we're talking about. expand one, for your account. Pass. Yeah. yeah, just an expansion pass that you have. So and, you're saying that it should be, you should pay one fee for in DLC for two games. Well, I don't think there should be two Pokemon games in the first place. Yeah, but there is. Well, yeah, that's all Pokemon. <laughs> and that's, so, and that's but here's the thing: are are you are you playing both games fully to completion on your own, and then needing the DLC to play through it both separately? I, don't. I mean, are, there's there's slight differences to each DLC, isn't there? No, there's going to be different there, characters. There'll be a couple different Pokemon in Urshifu is going to evolve into a different Pokemon at the mm. end of the first DLC, and for the second DLC, you're going to go into different co-op raid battles that have different legendary Pokemon. Right, mm. and that's where the, the simple concept of Pokemon goes back to trading and then using surprise yes. trading and all that stuff. Like yes. that's, that's that's downplayed all so much now because. Whenever I host a raid of a Pokemon Shield exclusive Pokemon, I have three people playing Sword join me, and they can catch that Pokemon. They're the original trainer. So they're happy mm. about that. Mm. So do there need to be two versions? Well, here's the thing. Sell <laughs> <laughs> it twice. That's the thing. Yes. The thing. Yeah. There, there will be people that may buy it twice. I'm going to try to bring that's, up a that's point more conversation. Money. I'm realizing but, you guys just helped. But, okay. but, here's, okay. but here's the thing. There probably was some issue, since it is technically two separate games, of making one DLC work for two different games. So they probably still had to create a separate DLC for each. That's essentially the same thing with minor differences. Mm. That's mm. my theory of why they still had to do two rather than just one encompassing one, no matter which one you have. Yeah, but the, the last time they did that was Platinum. They just know that, let's face it, my only problem is with the price, uh, and I'm not going to buy it. I'm already not the target demographic. This is my point of view from the outside. Like, I'm just putting that card on the table. The fact that there's separate season passes for each of the games is clearly just to double their profit because they know people already bought both the $60 games. Now they can sell $30 DLC for sword, $30 DLC for shield and get $180 off of each fan. That's the only reason it exists. I don't like it, but I'm also not really a poker fan anymore. So it's whatever. I beg yeah. to differ. I don't think it's the only reason it exists, but I do think that's part of it. Yeah, there, I think there is some logistical reasons of why they still had to split the DLC. It's called cream. <laughs> I'm the target demographic. I mean, I'll be yeah, honest. Exactly. If I was in their position, I knew I could sell like the expansion pack. I really hope people understand the cream reference. In the chat. <laughs> if they don't, yeah, they cash rules everything around me. Cream. Why'd you spoil it? 
I just, I mean, and I don't know. I think it's, I think it's all super silly. People are just arguing about it. Like, if if you want to buy two DLCs for both versions of the games, that's your prerogative. I think it's pointless, and I think it's a waste of money. But if you are someone who makes your living and that's your life, like creators, that's understandable. But if you're an individual who is just consuming these and you're complaining about it, like you don't have to just yeah. trade it. And if that's really something that bothers you, like if your OCD is so over consuming that you have to buy both and you're complaining because it's another additional 60 you should probably get that ocd addressed before anything else <laughs> Dang, because dude. you're just going to be wasting money so that's I think spicy it's, I think chili it's that's spicy chili really i'm sorry i'm just cat food does it door man but at the same time the pokemon company and nintendo sell a double pack with both games yeah, but they're a company. Like, don't we talk about this all the time? Of like, they're a company that doesn't care about your feelings, and then we get upset when this happens. It's like they're literally a company. You just said that last year. You know, like mm -hmm. they're gonna do whatever they can because they've done it for a long time. We're creatures of habit. Like they've just been selling games together in pairs for how long at this point? And people are There's just gonna do it now because they've always done it. Plus, th that's actually one of the one of the the fundamental cores of Pokemon. That's one of the reasons that Pokemon was originally created. Yeah. Back when uh, I remember looking up and reading the whole thing, one of the creators was a big fan of JRPGs. I think an early Final Fantasy game or something predecessing that uh, maybe the Dragon Quest series. And there was a rare item that his friend got and he didn't get it. And then his friend got multiple of them and he grinded through the game and still wasn't able to get in and said, there should be a way that I can trade with this person and that was one of the fundamental things put into pokemon gen one what's that just just trading. dividing up the pokemon trading. Could, oh, could you just yeah. take can you just take each game and just have certain pokemon randomly generate into everyone's game so that it's different for every playthrough and then you have to trade anyway with just one version say again um, so, like, couldn't they have it so that certain ones spawn in and others don't in someone's game when they play through? So it's unique to each person's playthrough, basically, and then you're forced to trade. Basically so setting basically, a roster when you first start up. Yeah, so some have to be in there, but then there are certain ones that will or won't be in your game. Everyone has the same amount of Pokemon in each game, but there are certain ones that will or won't appear in your playthrough, and then you're forced to trade. And then, actually, at that point, everyone has a more unique experience across the board, and they only sell one version. That's not it a bad sounds, thing. It sounds like something DLC. that should be in Temtem. It might be. <laughs> I don't is, know. There, is there two versions of Temtem? Is there Temtem Red and Blue? I think there's only one. Ooh. Yes, there's only know. one. Yeah, because it, it, it acts as a server because it's like an MMO. Damn. Yeah, but we're talking about like mechanics that have been set in place for over 20 years. Will they maybe change it one day? maybe no do they need to <laughs> six million copies in one weekend i don't think so hey all i know i was told no p dlc for pokemon i almost feel like <laughs> pokemon is it's almost one of those franchises where as as harsh as this might be to say but if you're expecting it to change or expecting it to grow you're just letting yourself you're setting yeah, yourself up for failure like every other franchise has has grown. Every other franchise has branched. Do you think that's why there was so ex much excitement around the idea of like a spinoff being announced of some kind during that direct? I mean, well, if you look at the spinoff games, a lot of them were. I mean, look at Pokemon Coliseum on the GameCube. Mm. Like that that was the best looking poke. Like you got these awesome looking, po you, got, you know, the graphics were all great. You know, the gameplay was was the gameplay, but. 
I feel like I, I don't know. It's just a, it's just I think they're set in their ways. This is what it's going to be. And I don't ever think you're going to get a big leap. And Nate is going to come in and say, well, they're shouldn't because it's selling a lot. And he, you know, he would be <laughs> correct. Yeah. But I just feel like, you know, it's just a series that some people just maybe need to let go of if they if they really want to see all these advances and maybe play similar style games that are out there like like Tam Tam 220. Um, because, you know, that's maybe companies are starting to realize that there is a segment of Pokemon fans who want to see some sort of evolution. Like, look at, um, I know it didn't sell well, but like Yokai watch four, I believe that that already came out in Japan. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like the graphical style of that game was like, wow, I wish, you know, Pokemon looked like this. You know, it's that, all, that's, it's that's all really thought. bad too. No, yeah, no, it's, all, it's all like dog <laughs> shit. But obviously, you know, people don't want change. Hey, so. I mean, yeah. honestly, if I'm if I'm running the Pokemon company, I'm not changing anything. Yeah, just give me. I'm rolling. Back, just bring back <laughs> Pokemon Rangers. Now, Sean, Sean, here's something. Pokemon Coliseum, fantastic game. Coliseum Two, Gale of Darkness, fantastic game. I like XD. Do you, Do you know how many Pokemon were in Coliseum during the single player playthrough? No, no, what about uh, well, XD Darkness had like 40, yeah, it was 48 Pokemon. Yeah, Yeah, it wasn't now. If you were to say that we're gonna do a mainline RPG game and it's gonna have 48 of them, I'm not even saying check this out. Oh, no, 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 also, I can tell you people were mad online about that too, then. Because <laughs> I was there, I was on the AOL message boards for that. But also, but you know what? That was, that was <laughs> I was adventure. I was in the trenches Damn. on that one. I was like, forty-eight. What are they doing here? <laughs> the Pokemon Company has grown. It's not like they're you know they they grow every fucking year. Like they're they're making so much money, and it's just like oh, so they are growing and adapting. Oh, I just they're remember not, no, financially. <laughs> financially, not from like a development standpoint. Oh, sorry, you just gotta clarify. You said they were oh, growing and changing, Pokemon and Company they are growing isn't a developer. No, yeah, Pokemon Company, company is the agency that handles game the freak. Pokemon yeah, IP. Game Freak, because I'm sure I'm sure Game Freak is hurting for money with all the every fucking Pokemon game breaking sales records. I'm yeah, because sure. no one bought no one bought uh, the town game, little town hero. They need money. <laughs> they could they could have sold one copy of that and been fine. They did it with like, John. Spawn, Spawn bought it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah one, one copy. copy. <laughs> I mean, just, wait, I bought what? What did I buy? Little town little hero. Town hero. Oh, just, I did buy it. I was like one of the only people that bought it. That's <laughs> my main. That's my main thing with Pokemon. Is that game was so that, bad. <laughs> and a lot of us, a lot of us are older, you know, in, in late twenties, early thirties. Yeah. On this, on this channel, so we have seen the rise of video games. Since the NES. Oh, we've Pokemon. seen franchises grow and change <laughs> and adapt, and it's just like Pokemon, which came out when I was twelve or thirteen. Um, Ew, you're I old. Did, I know I am old. I just ha- <laughs> there hasn't been that that big substantial growth with it, and it's just I don't know. You know, like like you guys say, if if it works, it works. But for me, it's just like it's crazy. I can't believe that that Game Boy game that came out way back in the '90s looks exactly mm-hmm. like it Pokemon does now today. That's crazy. That there's been no changes. It looks exactly the same. Okay. It plays very similarly. <laughs> it, it plays no very problem. similar. And compare the leaps that we've seen with literally every other franchise in the world. Hey, apples, know, oranges, you, 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 oranges, oranges seen, the penguins. Have you, you seen know? Madden? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Madden doesn't count. <laughs> it's right. the same right. people every year. Even so, so look at Madden on around. the Genesis versus Madden on the PS4. You're going to tell me that's, that's not a, a Pokemon on the Game Boy Color? Pokemon <laughs> on the Switch? 
Hey man, all I know is the hits. It's the same the last fundamental gameplay. They're still passing the ball to each other, and they're still <laughs> kicking it in between the big U thing. And yeah, what's the difference between <laughs> what's the difference between all these wrestling games you love? Just different graphic styles, but it's, it's just men without shirts. It's men without shirts. There's no innovation. It's men without shirts. You know what I've realized? Going in for the deep hugs. You know what I've realized? We can't really tell if Nate's trying to say anything, so we should let him. We should let him say something about the Pokemon DLC. Do you have something to say about the Pokemon DLC, Nate? It's a good business decision. One, it is a good business to shit the new wrestling fan fuck. It's gonna make a lot of money, obviously. Two, yeah. Two, the internet radically overestimates how many people buy both versions of the game are gonna buy both versions of this DLC. It's people aren't going to do that. It it's not gonna be ten million people who do that. The internet radically overestimates that. So the whole oh, why you buy two versions, all that that shit's overblown. People have to understand most buy one copy. They're going to buy one pack of DLC. That's reality. I'm, I'm buying one DLC. Yeah, when we yeah. have Austin buying one DLC, I think we can come to Earth. Is... I'm, not, I'm not buying any DLC. Somebody's trading me all 200 Pokemon. <laughs> have fun. <laughs> do, you, do, you have, do you have bank? I, what? I feel like do we're never... Bank? Oh, no, uh, uh, wait, we didn't even find out about home, did we? That's no, next they month. not February. That's all coming next in the month. next month. Yeah. Oh, I guess I'm going direct to... I don't think we'll ever get concrete numbers, but I'm going to make a statement. I bet that this is going to be some of the highest uh, selling DLC ever. I it'll sell, it'll sell about half. If you take, yeah. Oh, yeah. Whatever the game sold combined, both versions, it'll probably sell about half that in DLC, like 100%. They're going to flip a switch and make like obscene amounts of money. Yeah, there's like, let me just press the billion dollar button. Boop. Yeah. All right, no innovation for us. Compared to the Breath of the Wild yeah. DLC? Yeah, uh, so, yeah, way more. Yeah, God. yeah. <laughs> that's well, gonna um, be ridiculous. What's the other thing, Mister Mister Tawny? Is that how you say his name? Isn't this like his first really kind of like breakout project? With yeah, the DLC? I this I have never thing, seen right? him in yeah. charge of any other major project before, which just goes to show that the people who made Sword and Shield, um, Masuda and uh. uh Whatever the director's name is, I keep forgetting. Uh, mm -hmm. They're already working on the next project, which they're passing here, something along. Which could here's what, which they always do that. That's what they yeah. did with Oris. That's what they did with uh, Ultra. Here's what I'm thinking: People love the wild area. Yes. Loved it. Best part of the game. Without the wild area, it, it'd be shit. Let's yes. be real here. <laughs> and the, the next game that they're planning doesn't have that. So they want us to enjoy the wild area and them to bank on that because programming wise, super easy, barely an inconvenience. They just create the dens. Boom, done. That's the reason it was so easy to exploit. It's very basic numbers in there. And then when we got to 2021 holiday and it's Diamond Pearl remake still on the sword and shield engine, people are going to be like, oh, well, it doesn't have the wild area. That's fine. I had sword and shield and the breath of and the, the sword and shield DLC. OK, uh, so Diamond so Pearl remakes confirmed unless they put a wild area. In my Diamond well, let me add, Pearl so the, the idea of this DLC is that there won't be a third version to add on the sword right. and shield, right? There that is be. what this is substituting. So and somehow people are angry. That so, so if they a third version and they so, think this is a bad direction. Okay, so if they do announce a third version, that's they a problem, are. right? That would be a problem. Yes. If they announce a third I just, I just version, then there. it will just be sword with the expansion 
content packed what, into one. What if it's what if it's Pokemon Axe? It's gonna okay. be gun. Pokemon, 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 Pokemon gun. Pokemon gun. <laughs> hey, bitch! You want to get man? If it's they do, adults. then they're liars, right? I mean, we're we're just we're banking on the fact. Okay, uh, they're not gonna do that. During the direct, assume. they did say that um, this expansion passes some of the things that they're excited to talk to us about. They didn't phrase it like that. They phrased it saying. And if you read into it, it could mean that, you know, if they decide in 2021 to do more DLC, but at the sure. same time, let's talk about it from a business model. The DLC isn't going to make them nearly as much money as a full release does. That's the reason that every other game is a brand new game. Yes. I'm just, okay. That's, that's fine. I'm just bringing, I'm just, again, putting that out there. Just like, you know. I think we're more likely to get Let's Go Togepi and Let's Go Meryl than we are Pokemon. I thought about Gun. that. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly the <laughs> damn names. I think, I think they had to get Pokemon gone, obviously. They had to, they had to cut a third version to fit their three game cycle now we have to have our mainline series continuing we have to have the remakes continuing and we have to have this let's go bridge to the, well, the, the dlc go games will, the dlc you keep these ones relevant through another holiday so these yeah. actually could end up being like one of the best selling i feel i feel year. this year we're going to get another let's go towards the end of the year while the dlc works on this and then we'll get in 2021 the well, hang on the a Sinnoh second game. now that pokemon is on the switch Yes. Nintendo looks at it as a big picture, right? Like, okay, we have the 3DS every holiday season. We have a Pokemon game that pushes the 3DS numbers. Now we have the Switch. And if we have Pokemon every single year on the Switch, then that's going to be fighting the other IPs for the holiday season. It so, didn't fight the other last year. Did it, did it not fight Luigi's Mansion? Like, they all sold well, right? Luigi's Mansion did nothing compared to. Yo, Breath Derek Henry. Well, nothing's ever gonna do anything. No one's gonna. The only thing that could touch Pokemon's numbers is like a Mario Kart, a Zelda, stuff like Breath that. Breath of the Wild. Oh, too. Right. That's that's, where, that's what I'm saying. But that's and where you Pokemon can you can release a Breath of the Wild. And if they wanted to put out Breath of the Wild two for holiday 2020, they don't want a flagship Pokemon game holiday 2020. And that's where the yeah. Let's Go games go. They can put a Let's Go game out in like September. They still wouldn't even do a Let's Go. That's if they are doing a Let's Go, they would stagger them like six to eight weeks apart. That's what they usually like to do. That's what I'm saying. It could be a September release or a March release. I'm thinking you think that they're going to have a Let's Go this year and then have the second. No, the, it won't be this package year. of this DLC in the fall. Like, there's no chance that's happening. The only Pokemon when you're getting this year, as far as mainline goes, it says the pack in June and the pack in fall. By the end of November. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's probably going to come out the yeah, same maybe time then. Pokemon normally comes out. Yeah. That's something, and they'll just ride the DLC for the most part. Uh, yeah. That's good. It sets them up. Yeah. That, yeah. Why not? Yeah. They don't have to package another game, sell some DLC, keep yep. selling these ones. Makes sense that. Um, and honestly, keep the conversation going. I, I feel like that's something. Nintendo games don't have this as much, but what a lot of people sort of forget is games usually slope off really hard is everybody buys the hell out of them and then pretty quickly they go like just real badly. And I feel like Nintendo games don't have that as much. They actually keep selling pretty decently. But if you have updates and you have big DLC and you have big game events, it keeps people buying it longer. So I think that this is also partially just a way of getting people to buy Pokemon Sword and Shield Christmas 2020. Mm -hmm. Do you um move it on? Evan, we have a Discord question. Oh, uh, we got a couple. Yep. You want to hit us with one while we move out? We're going to move over to the Switch Pro slash Switch Revision <laughs> rumor stuff as well after that. Would you buy Whoa. the Alienware UFO concept if it becomes a thing? Yes. Depending on price, yes. Yes. 100%. 100%. Right? 100%. Yes. yes. It's basically yeah. Steam Hot on garbage. a Switch. 
It's a piece of hot garbage. Do not buy that junk. <laughs> I'll buy that junk. No, you know I'm buying it. We're, 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 we're opening the hell out of that. You're, you're going to tear it apart, though. right? That, that's, yeah, that's, that's exactly. That, that makes a good video. Yeah. But come on, have you seen I'm that? Thing? It's ugly. You're going to get one hour of battery life out of that thing. What, why bother, bro? <laughs> I think probably get like, so hot. Dude, I have five PSPs. Gaming for an hour is what I'm used to. <laughs> what do you What do you think it's going to sell for, though? Eight hundred to a thousand. At least? I think it'd be at thousand least bucks. a thousand. Yeah. Thousand bucks. Yeah. Well, there's no GPU. It's just integrated graphics. Hey, hey, man, four-part video coming up. They should just call it the, uh, what, so the UFO, they should just call it the write-off. It's going to be. That's all it's going to be. Let, let me guess the four videos. It's going to be, um, I pre-ordered uh, the Steam Switch, and then it's going to be the unboxing the Steam Switch, and hey. then I regret buying the Steam Switch. Hey, I, I had to figure out that Atari VCS. I'll figure out the UFO. Oh, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Those, uh, what, what was that video they released? They posted a video on Twitter of them, like, booting up Windows. <laughs> they booted up Windows and, like, it was a miracle or something I they're like know. look it's windows yeah I, it, it would make a good portable stadium oh. machine oh, oh, oh no stadium like remember stadium mm. by then i oh. think at the if they got it down to somehow 600 which they won't it would sell very well but if they it's probably going to end up landing around 800 to a thousand and yeah. it's going to be more of a niche thing for you know because obviously the whole steam on your couch with the steam controller didn't take off as much as the, what they wanted did it to and all these companies now on steam that are porting their games to the nintendo switch they do this boom that's not a competition anymore you know what i really like <laughs> the, one, the one thing i really liked out of that ufo was that they had those ring lights around like the uh the the joysticks, joysticks rgb ones yeah. that was the coolest part about it. like if nintendo did something like that with their joy cons i think it'd be cool listen but. other than that the freaking weird like straight box to the, the bezel thing is like messing with disgusting. you i love that dude i love it. It, gets messing with me. it looks like an early 2000s car oh, it's a piece of shit man. and i want it i get it they probably draw inspiration <sighs> like around the hype of like the cybertruck kind of style but exactly right now i'm gonna pre a cybertruck right now have you seen the, the Alienware I desktops forgot. and laptops? They all have weird lines like that. Yeah, you're right. They do. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's move over to the, the there was a new switch revision rumor, which was very, very odd. Mm -hmm. uh, Again, when, when this popped, dude, this this was it's been a week. Yeah. Another yeah, one. It's been a week. <laughs> this was this was interesting because it actually comes from apparently uh, a, uh, a source that actually has information about their supply line and supply chain for building this revision that i guess ordering i guess they're ordering now mvg is that we're hearing they're ordering stuff to create some sort of new switch revision of, of some kind yeah interesting like. interesting uh info i i still wonder if it's not going to be anything more than just a kind of a refresh let's well, call it Here's where it gets it, it gets very interesting because they were able, the one thing they were able to name, which was odd, uh, was magnesium alloy body. And this was also from Dr. Circuntoto, who also uh, kind of backed it as well after New York Times put it out there, retweeted it. It was from a uh, Digitimes, which is a uh, Taiwanese manufacturers reportedly crafting the unconfirmed pro model mm. um, with a magnesium alloy body. Now, that's generally used as a support structure inside of some stuff like laptops. Uh, could be used for uh, more premium feeling outer casing right like it wouldn't be plastic it would be more of a metal on the outside uh, yeah. and that's where people are thinking oh it must be for like a um a a, a more premium model like the one thing you want to do is if you're going to sell a premium model you probably don't want to build it out of all like plastic 
right? You want you want to have something that's a bit different. To do mm. something like a magnesium alloy would be interesting if they would actually pull that off. Um, yeah, I mean, but, especially with the Joy Cons being so flimsy, you know, the way they are yes. on the on the plastic uh, case. I, I do wonder because I I I I I mean I remember that we heard about a Switch pro upgrade something alongside the mini at the time last year and then nothing happened from it now they're saying because of the supply line and where ordering is taking place they're predicting mid 2020 so like the end of summer is what they they've been saying at this time which means they would probably announce it ahead of e3 yeah so like an yeah. august launch no no no, no nintendo's done announcing things at e3 for systems what when what do you what do you think nate one no pro is going to be announced in 2020 oh a revision of some sort that maybe switches to a more premium body where nintendo can possibly charge you a little more and we get rid of the current switch and just justify a 300 dollars price by modifying the shell maybe i can see that type of revision happening but digitimes back in 2016 said nintendo was manufacturing <laughs> a phone i was gonna because get because they source screen suppliers I was so, going to get yeah. to this. They've been wrong quite a bit. They have, yeah. I was going to mention the same thing. And a it's lot of the like, analysts like Daniel Ahmed, I mean, a lot of them are basically holding firm <laughs> on the fact that it's going to uh, – there's not going to be a pro this year. And I kind of I, – I think there will be revisions or at least one revision. Um, I don't think it's going to be the pro, though, as, as we think it is. I, th I right. think there will be some sort of revision as well. I don't, I, I don't know if they're going to blow up the whole user base and have this – specific system that third parties are you know demanded to develop for so they can put big big games on there or anything uh that would be that'd be odd to me i like let's say they release it and it's a 400 system we've seen these pro systems not sell as well as their base models already for the xbox and the playstation 4 which just seems like it would be an odd i guess an odd road for them to go down but if it is a revision and it's like uh it is a better looking sleeker looking system i think that'd be kind of neat especially if they took it and maybe they overclocked the cpu somewhat and maybe they actually took advantage you've talked about this mvg of the um of mariko's mariko's uh yep. extra extra head headroom there where they can overclock it somewhat and hey mm. if it's magnesium alloy it technically will uh actually dissipate heat better if they want to use the casing to help out with some of that uh it, it would be interesting and, and because of that they could probably even make it a little thinner if they wanted to but they're limited by the joy cons on the side because it has to meet up to the the dock and all of that um but i, uh, you I everything work i sorry my computer randomly restarted is my microphone on yeah there we go yeah uh, i thought you fell asleep for a few i have no. i have some serious <laughs> questions about the idea of this though it'd be mm, it'd be, i think yeah. when it, i think when it comes down to a switch revision either it's going to be quiet and it's going to just replace the Switch like we saw with the V2, or it needs to be visually different. Mm. They know they know that the way that they sell an additional unit or a different unit is it to be visually different. Like if they did a Switch XL or something like that, they're never going to make money by selling a pro model. It needs to be visually different. It needs right. to have different feet, not the different features, just it needs to look different. Mm -hmm. i mean it could it could be very well used that that uh that alloy is being used to uh to maybe help i i guess i guess make it a bit more structurally sound if they wanted to make a bigger switch i guess yeah. uh, i also had the the idea i thought that was kind of funny is if they tried to in some way passively cool the thing and, and build one without a fan to make well, either sleep yeah, that, that's how the surface that. tablet is magnesium yeah. is the cooling that's it yeah <laughs> 
use something like that uh, in that in that sense. And they want to eliminate the fan and make it look I don't want to say more adult, but you know, what I mean, like <laughs> less plastic, more metal, you know, what I mean, like yeah. sleeker. I mean, uh, my like that. was pretty much just as powerful as the switch. You yeah. know what? I, I hope they do make a switch XL and I hope it just has a really dumb name like big switch and it's just a giant ass stupid tablet. I switch totally plus switch <laughs> plus. Yeah. Yep. I'm about it. New Switch XL Plus. I would buy it though if it if it if it showed up and it was uh I mean how much they have to make that thing like three fifty at the at the I would say three fifty. I, I I think if this thing's real, which it's probably not, but let's say it is <laughs> <laughs> it's three fifty, man. If it's three ninety nine, then you're getting into PS5 territory or you're getting into you know X uh the Lockhart or the, the well, you're not getting into Xbox Series X because that's going to be more obviously, but you're getting into the next generation, and I think that's that's just not the target demographic and the target audience that they're going See, for. The problem I have with the like Switch is who's it catering to? It, right, exactly, me. If it's me. the exact same <laughs> Switch that it is, <laughs> it's a bigger screen and a and a new shell. You're going to drop 350 to say, well, it's the same system. It just has a different screen. Well, no, no, they, on the internals, they would definitely make it more powerful. It would be the if it's more powerful. Yes, yeah. just Nate, they I would sell a, it by it being visually larger. Nate, I bought a switch light just to take it apart, remove the thumbstick and then drop an Xbox one on it. Yes, I would. Buy, <laughs> I would buy the switch. Yes, I would buy the new switch. What kind of Xbox one? We Wait, talking? Did, there's there's a video. Model. VCR. There's Have a video the, on the switch light. Yeah, I'm right here. I it is super light. comfy. It's like right. really fun to play on. Yeah. It fits uh, your hands so like good. Just rub your hands across. Yeah. You don't like have that, that weird creaking <laughs> feeling. Yeah, I like yeah. The, well, it feels more solid, but I also like the um I also like the buttons because they're not like clicky Joy-Con buttons, you know. They yeah. they're more like the pro controller buttons. I actually like that more. It's it sounds weird, but it's technically quieter, I guess. The pixel density being a little bit sharper actually kind of feels a lot better. But and it's, it's all but you it's, it's all, plastic, all about the pixel. You know what density. I mean? So if this was like I'm fine with it out, being plastic, but, but, it's two hundred bucks. You get what I'm yeah. saying though, if it was all metal, it had some other yeah. advantages over it all of a sudden it's like oh that's kind of more like uh like evan saying like a surface you know tablet kind of thing where it's like it's or i guess what premium i guess is what they're trying so to one way now, you, you aside because you, you you would buy one because you know you want it yeah, right you'd buy it if the a button was slightly <laughs> larger than the current <laughs> so where, but, where would it benefit just the average consumer you know what i mean because yeah. everything on the switch runs really well anyway you know like uh, unless it's going to boost performance with like loading times which potentially could happen they could you know, boost the CPU clock slightly just to help with loading speeds, right? And I, I, that's a, a very good use case that I think is very valid and something they may actually do. But other than that, what, where would this kind of, where does this fit in the ecosystem of... of that's you know, what I'm struggling with. It would have to have a massive difference from the other stuff. That's you, my problem. If you but told then, me that we're not looking at a pro to play Breath of the Wild and they would unlock the frame rate to like 60 FPS. Uh, yeah. Which I on Simu, the Wii U emulator on PC, you can play Breath of the Wild at 4K 60 FPS. But dude, you need a eight core i7 9900K to to get that. I mean, that's mm -hmm. that's not something that a Switch is ever going to achieve ever. But you know? a 1080 screen at 60 FPS. 
That's not unreasonable. They could do that with the current internals of the V2. They just chose not to upclock it and they preserve the battery life. So if they wanted to use the current ship and use that extra overhead that is available to them, they could do that at the loss of battery life. So they well, wouldn't need new internals. They just could put that in a new premium shell and say, we're getting rid of the original switch. This is replacing it for $300. We still have two SKUs on the market, and it's just a quiet revision to what, get rid of the cheap if, original if they get If they want to get crazy, honestly, just, just make a little box like we've talked about before and make it either cheap or just better in some way when it comes to performance. That'll be the end of the generation do that. of revision yeah. that they'll throw on the shelves. Just they have their handheld. They have a hybrid. Make a box. Remember, do you remember the $99 Nintendo Wii that they released? And it doesn't have internet capabilities and it doesn't have GameCube controllers. Yep. Can't do anything, but and it does play Wii games. Remember how horrible that was? Did it that only release in Canada as well or yep. something? It was like really weird. Yeah. Canada. You know, and I think there was like one region in the US, like Ohio or something. You, you give <laughs> that thing Ohio, you give yeah. that thing a hard time, but that thing does one job and it does it well. And you put <laughs> the game in and you play it. None of this updates and patches and yes. sign into this network system. It just it just does what's supposed to. You put your disc in, nothing. But happens. there's no virtual console on it. No, that's right. Well, there's no virtual console on the way anymore anyway. So look, look oh, where we are now. Yeah, but we're, 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 we're talking about the Wii, all right? Yeah. We're talking well, about 2006. Yep. Well, if they're if so, then if they're not building some sort of pro or revision, because if they're building a revision with this metal, I don't we can't figure out what it's for. If um, any if any Switch Pro is to exist, it would probably be maybe in 2021 okay. but at that point it might be more nintendo flirting with the idea of a actual switch successor like and then and they're going the path similar to what microsoft is doing where they're going to make it so the transition period is super long like longer than usual um which mm. we can actually work into here uh now this was interesting where we found out that apparently over the course of the Xbox Series X's, and what do we do? We even think of what the Lockhart's going to be called yet? If that does, I mean, we assume it's going to be coming out at the same time. Have we really thought about what they? That's a Series S. Series S. Yeah. yeah. Be. Okay. I, I do think it's going to be called like S and X again. I do think there will be like an XX and an XS. Oh, I can um, I can uh, I can mm -hmm. go over the. This is actually from uh, Matt Booty, who is the Xbox Games Studios manager, essentially. So he just. He, manages all the different studios make mm -hmm. sure everything's going well kind of like what um shuhei yoshida did mm -hmm. with uh, with the sony studios basically and he said as our content comes out over the next year two years all of our games sort of like pc will play up and down that family of devices we want to make sure that if someone invests in xbox between now and series x that they feel that they made a good investment and that we're committed to them with content he, all, he did also talk a little bit about uh, i believe halo saying it's the first time in over 15 years that we'll see a halo title launching in sync with a new console and that team is definitely going to be ta uh, doing things to take advantage of the series x while also supporting the um the, the x the s and the vcr interesting is so is it a good idea to have what could potentially be up to two years of a transitional period where first parties are working on both generations at the for same time for each for game for consumers yes yeah yeah um, it's great for the Xbox brand. It's risky 
it's very bold strategy almost like the xbox series x has a very bold strategy but will it work done by rgt85 today <laughs> go watch that video my, my biggest thing oh, is this gosh. you're you're you know i kind of looked over the positives and the negatives of it in the video but one of my biggest takeaways is is the fact that you're you're not really giving people an incentive to go out there and get the Xbox Series X if the same games are available on the Xbox One. And, you know, like that to me is is important because one of the reasons that Microsoft struggled this generation was with the Xbox One was because of the fact that it got off to a very sluggish start. You know, it, it got off to a sluggish start. And if you're you're not really giving consumers that that it, that reason to go out there and get the system within the first year or two, because let's be real, the, the Series X is going to be the most expensive system on the market. So I feel like See, you have to have a reason to want to go out that, there and buy it. See, that, buy- that's that's all I said in my video. I got so downvote bomb. People called me an Xbox hater and said I wanted it to fail. But that's literally my just my exact same point of view, too, is that there's not going to be a push like there's not going to be that excitement for the next generation. A lot of people in my comment section are saying, great. Now I don't need to buy an Xbox Series X. You know, like right. pe- people are excited now where it's like, cool, that that Xbox one. I bought at a yard sale in 2013 or whatever. Like, I'll just play Halo on that. Who cares? Well, and the thing of it is, is that, you know, it's you're going to have PlayStation coming out with exclusives like like you saw with every PlayStation that comes out. Look at the PS4. Okay, you could question the quality of those exclusives. I've seen a lot of people say, well, you know, it's not like the exclusives that come out at the launch of a system usually aren't, you know, indicative of the best stuff. Nobody really talks about infamous and kill zone and things like that. But those are strictly just incentives. Look at what this new system can do. You can only play this game on this system. So if you want to check out the latest and greatest in your technology, here's the way to do it and i just feel like you know it's a very pc style mindset and pc and console gaming has been doing a good job of bridging together and you know sort of coming you know to some sort of middle ground but i just don't know if the general console gamer and the general console consumer are are ready to adopt that pc mindset and you could sit there and talk about scaling all damn day but the scaling thing you know, people are saying, oh, it's not going to throttle game development. I mean, how do you figure like you're I, talking about seven yeah. plus year old technology here with the Xbox one VCR? Well, pe- people were already saying that they had problems with that this generation. Weren't yeah, they? They I, did. I, yeah, yeah, for Halo Reach. A bunch of people were saying that they were having a problem where they were trying to make PC games, which are constantly advancing. Tech is accelerating more and more and more. And they were having to really downgrade stuff to put it on a PlayStation 4. They were talking about there was this this like stopgap of, okay, then we either need to not put it on PS4 or work less on the PC version. So if you tell them, okay, you're going to have to put your thing on five consoles because imagine it's got to work on like Xbox One, Xbox One X, Xbox One S and Xbox Series x and ps5 they're gonna be like i'll just put it on ps5 and that's that's another did, oh sorry my final did, thing to say about it is third-party developers because third-party developers they like to see big system sales they like to see a big install base if the series x because i don't you know a lot of third-party developers aren't going to do what what microsoft is doing uh, the first year right. probably but yeah, two yeah. years into the gig uh, you know if there's a small install base on the series x comparative to the ps5 
I would think more third-party developers would be going towards the, wanting to work on the PS5 that's obviously going to have a larger install base if this thinking doesn't catch on. Yeah, and it usually, can. I'm not saying it's going well, to be usually a failure, it's up but... to the usually it's up to the first party the first party company like a Sony or a Microsoft to, to develop games that then sell the system so that they build their install base. Right. It's a very bold strategy, like I said in the title of my video. And it's like nothing we have ever really seen before. So I'm not going to sit here and say it's not going to work. I just mm. see some flaws in the mentality. But yeah, we could end up being I mean, a success. Hold, hold, hold now, on a second. Is it, is it really any different? Is it something we've never seen before? It's It's just the message has come out. Mm. so early you know in the piece oh, yeah. right because yes you know, and i think that's another thing too yeah i think i think the timing of the message is very interesting and i think that's where it gets people a little confused about what their strategy is and i agree with you man i mean i think i think microsoft it could backfire for them but if you really go back and think about it i mean cross-gen games during during the kind of dawn of a new generation of console that's always been a thing. So that's not really well, what they've taught. What they're telling us here doesn't really seem like it's any different than what we've seen in the past. And I guess the other thing I will say is we don't know what Sony has got lined up. We're assuming they're coming to the table with exclusive PS5 games, but we don't know for a fact that they are going to do that. Right. We, we're not, we're not certain if they're going to have cross-gen games as well, even though we've heard about, you know, what they're, what, what blue points working on. We don't know if specifically if that's a PS5 exclusive. It, there was a, a leak last year um, that I remember reporting on, which basically talked about that. Uh, apparently Sony, uh, as of like April 2019 was telling people start PlayStation five games. Like if you're already working on a PlayStation four game, finish it. But like, apparently the internal memo was like, all right, we want to make sure that in the first two years, we have a lot of PlayStation five games. Now who knows how real that was, but I feel like that message is important internally. So if Microsoft is just saying, Hey, like put it on whatever you want, you'll put it on a basic Xbox. Cool. You want to put it on a series X? Sure. I don't know. Nate, uh, you were you had mentioned the this whole thing with the Series X. Would you, what was your take on this? The problem that I've been seeing with the discussions around this is that they're focusing on it in the wrong way. Where too many people are viewing it as a traditional console generation. Microsoft mm -hmm. in 2020 is breaking from that shackle. Mm -hmm. They're no longer confined to the definitions of what a console generation is. Because Microsoft's goal moving into 2020 is about getting the number of players in their ecosystem to grow. And they're going right. to use Series X and the Xbox One to achieve that goal. They want Game Pass subscriptions. They want X Cloud users. Mm -hmm. They don't care if you play Halo Infinite on an Xbox One or you play it on a Series X. They just want you in their ecosystem. Yeah. But the conversation has mostly been is that people are saying, well, why am I going to buy a Series X if I can buy that Microsoft game on my Xbox One? Well, Microsoft I think the, doesn't care. They yeah, they're like have, a sales to sale. Yeah, but they're gonna they're gonna leave the the Xbox One behind at some point, right? Well, they will I, leave it behind. I mean, remember this guy's statement is just for Microsoft games. What right. has Microsoft really put out outside of 2013 and 2014 in terms of published games each year? Well, so, so they they also so, no, year? well they've also had a statement that they re, they have 15 studios now total. It talked about it in that same article, and they said that their plan is to try and come out with a big game every three or four months. So their plan yeah. is to have like some sort of big patch or DLC or a giant release. So every three months you're you have to talk about Xbox. So the idea of that much cross gen, like what four or five big cross gen games every year, that seems weird. Getting on to what Nate was saying, 
yeah, it makes sense because they're going, you know, they control the store. Just like now Windows is free. Windows is free. It doesn't cost you $90 anymore. They just want you to have Windows and then they're going to sell you ads and you're going to buy things through the store. They make commission on that. And as soon as hardware comes out, hardware is expensive. And then if they're making the same Xbox for two years, after a year, two years, the price of making that unit is going to go down. Oh, excuse me. So they're not really <laughs> rushing on people buying it day one. If you're on the same ecosystem on this system or this system, that it's all money to them. And, right, and like, that's, I, that's all Microsoft is looking to do. I mean, and hell, if you think about this, if someone goes out and buys an Xbox One X versus a Series X, they make more money. But the, the thing of it is, I, I'm not necessarily saying that I don't get what they're trying to do. My main thing is, I don't think a, a company has never, a video game company, not including PC, has never come out and done what Microsoft is doing and is trying to transition into what Microsoft is transitioning into. I just don't know that this idea is necessarily going to work. It's I don't know. Gonna, it's not going to work, dude. They've, they've <laughs> lost the next generation. Yeah, uh, honestly, I, th I think I think they're basically conceding already to Sony, and they're saying, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna basically like like uh, you guys said, we're going to try to get our stuff in as many systems uh, as we can." And I think that's that's so really it, what they're going I, for. My, in that my, same interview, I, I just want to say one last thing, which is in that same interview, they already said that they don't see Sony as rivals anymore. They're like there are other people in the same circle. So clearly, they're already at the point of just being like, wow. we're not fighting the PlayStation Five. We're just selling games in the well, course. Yes. And that's right. Microsoft is no longer going to look at it saying we have to sell 100 million units compared to Sony's 80 million units. Microsoft's going to view it as we have 300 million people in our Xbox ecosystem. Sony has 100 million in the PS5 ecosystem. Yeah, we might have only sold 50 million Series Xs, but if we have that amount of people active in the ecosystem, we win. I need to I need to see we, some of those. I need to see them prove that number. And you know what? That's what, that's I, that's I what they're building towards. That's Microsoft is expanding their reach outside of their box. The Xbox is a brand now. It's no yeah. longer just a console. And yeah. Microsoft is looking to the future of where they can take gaming. They're going they want to become Netflix for video games. But it's a risk. If no, they it succeed. Is. They they're going to transform the industry. No matter what they say right they? now before release, it can't be worse than the press conference that they had before the yeah. release of the Xbox One, where they were talking about DRM and how impossible it is to play and share and sell a used game. That reveal TV, 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 right? I just I see them because I, I see them still behind. All right, so they want to have uh, they they want their services to account for. Like that's their that's what they're competing on right now is what you're saying, Nate. They want to bring in as many people as they can. They want to generate services, network revenue, right? Yes. Okay. Because I still see Sony make more than them in that by quite a bit. Game Pass right now is not profitable for Microsoft. Well, Phil Spencer said it doesn't bleed them money. They're Game actually Pass? making money on it. He said that last month. They're making for what they're making is trivial. Oh, I'm it's sure. Still, yes. It's still their gamble to build it. And once they do get that base built right then it's going to become a very a lucrative service. Business. and but you need to bring in people through one of the gateways which would be your console mm -hmm. so, people say yeah, yeah everyone well, says when when i'm more saying if, if my, my concern is it doesn't sound like there is 
aggressive as I was hoping they'd be going into next generation right now. Right. I mean, Matt E3, they could prove me wrong. I think they show up with some awesome stuff. But my concern as an early adopter for the Series X, because I'm going to get it the day it comes out, my concern is they're going to have this awesome machine and they're not going to be able to take advantage of every single thing if they were just developing for that box because they have to account for the uh, machine from 2013 that's using DDR3 memory. And a mechanical drive. And a mechanical hard drive. That's my <laughs> biggest concern. Like it, maybe Halo <laughs> Infinite looks like, like maybe it looks like wireframe on the Xbox One, right? And it's terrible. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's like significantly better on the Series X. And that'd be cool. But that's my, that's really my biggest concern uh, would be that. Because there is still a, there is still a point to building a large install base overall. And you can just look at Sony in 2018, their entire, just their network revenue overall for the PlayStation store was more money than all of Nintendo's year put together. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And that's I because just, of their install size. I, I just think that if Microsoft is going to do this right, my personal hope is that the Xbox Series X, and this is what I was the main point of my video I hope it has something that makes it feel special. We saw some cross-gen games. We've talked about there were cross-gen games last generation, but a lot of times they were missing like part of the campaign or the multiplayer was different or something. I want to see that again. Honestly, I want Xbox Series X to be the best version of it. Like imagine if you play Halo Infinite on it, uh, you get instantaneous load times in multiplayer or something. Like something to make yeah. it feel like, hey, congratulations, this is the next generation. I want now, to get excited for it. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't assume that. I mean, Microsoft already said, even in that interview, Halo Infinite is going to be, it's going to take advantage of the Series X hardware. Mm -hmm. So I'm not concerned that the next Forza game is going to look like shit on the Series X because they also had to build it for the Xbox One. Microsoft is a big company. These developers are big companies. They can outsource the Xbox One port See, to that... a studio that is smaller who can handle it like they did with Titanfall. Titanfall was handled <laughs> Oh by... my gosh, did you play Titanfall on the 360? All right, this no. is where I'm excited because there is a chance for some hilarity for the Xbox One, okay? Because Titanfall on the 360... That was something else. It, right. it, it's it's you can't really compare that though because that was a completely different architecture. See, yeah, the, way, yeah, I get you, that. the way you got to think about this now is it's just like running a PC game with the graphic settings. You know, you got your low, medium, high, ultra. I mean, that's that's the way you got to think about this when you think about the you know everything from the the VCR to the Series yeah. X because they're all PCs at the end of the day. They all run x eighty six code. Sure, sure. I just I I hope like I, I feel like we will. Like, is Hellblade not coming out in the first two years then? Because that's a Series X exclusive. No, they no. They we don't know when it it's coming very out. Very early on. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's what, okay. So the initiatives game probably isn't coming out then in the first two years. Well, that's the thing. Probably the most ambitious Series X games in development right now. They'll be in third year. Are not going to come out between 2020 and 2021. And, the, and as the guy says, it's one to two years. That's very non committal. It's not saying, oh, we're not going to have an exclusive game until 2022. If they see massive adoption to the Series X in 2021, and they had some project that was maybe, eh, we could do without the Xbox. <laughs> Throw away the VCR. <laughs> they'll cut it. Yeah, They will, yeah. We, we They're going to gauge everything but, early on. But then we come back full circle. What, what would be the main big reason for the early adoption? 
The that, early adoption is the same for every generation. It's the core enthusiast who's going to buy it, whether whether the system just came out and it's it's a Malibu Stacy with a new hat. It doesn't matter. Oh, it has a new hat. I have to buy it. Then, you just make a Rugrats reference? For the, that, did, that was a Simpsons, Simpsons reference. But uh, that Simpsons. didn't work for the Wii U. The Wii U was a marketing disaster from the first E3 showing. I thought it was a tablet, right? I really want a shirt that says core enthusiast I, now. I'm like, hello, I, I'm the core enthusiast. Like Halo Infinite should sell like, or it should sell Game Pass subscriptions easily. But I would like to think it'll sell Series X systems, uh, provided it makes launch, of course. I mean, um, we can use this. We can use this as the example of Nintendo, where they said they want to make the Switch basically a never-ending platform. So if Nintendo announced Switch 2 coming out in 2021, and there'd be no exclusives to the Switch 2, would you buy a Switch 2 or you say, well, I already have a Switch. I can play all the games on it. I don't you're going to buy the good. switch too because you want that better performance but we're also all video game related channels on youtube who are, are going to get the general populace you show a commercial yeah but the way i see it nate is the switch now is a successful generation that nintendo would be going away from whereas right now microsoft should be trying to start the next generation immediately because the Xbox One, dude, that, that was not a good generation. For and them. that's kind of a weird thing, because I think a lot of us were expecting them, Xbox to, or Microsoft, to do something like Nintendo did with the Wii U and the Switch. But it was like, all right, here's the Switch, the Wii U. Yeah, fuck that. My bad. Well, let's go move on to this next project. But they're doing the complete Show opposite. Language. I mean, uh, <laughs> I mean let's, let's look at the Switch. What was, what was the Switch's most popular launch game? Breath of the Wild, a thing that 12 million people could have bought on their Wii U, hey, but nobody quests, bought it on the but Wii U. Nobody, <laughs> but no, nobody the owned the Wii U, but nobody owned the Xbox One. Welcome, uh, big, about, big Ang uh, Barracus, welcome. Remember, when, I talk about, welcome. when I talk about launches, I'm talking <laughs> about like the first year, because that's the launch window. Mm, mm, mm. Mario Odyssey. Yeah, you had Mario Odyssey, you had uh, Xenoblade, you had Splatoon, like there was Mario a bunch Cup. of shit. Mario, well, Mario Kart was technically Splatoon. That was a good one, yeah. But I mean, yeah, you had a bunch. There's a there was reason to pick it up, and plus, yes, nobody bought the Wii U. More people bought the Xbox One than the Wii U. So if there's this install base of the Xbox One that already exists, that's was what four times the size of the Wii U, and then you're telling these people, oh, you don't really have to upgrade for two years. It's just it's a very unique thing to come out and say it. It's a very unique thing with what they're doing. It's a very unique thing based on how many different Xbox One systems that we have gotten, and I'm not sure it's going to work. That's my main thing. Well, we're pretty sure then that the PS5 will basically outsell the Series X or the Series S like right out of the gate into the first year then if they have a worthwhile exclusive for the PS5 in the first year. Yep. Yep, because right. I mean, at the end of the day, the Xbox's games are going to be spread across five different systems, I guess, right? I mean, oh, that's, that's what another thing to look at. First, yeah. We'll say 18 months. Yeah. 18 months. Okay. Yeah. So after that, I mean, it's then you have to come down to what but, will Microsoft really have in those 18 months that are going to, I mean, eventually you're going to hit the game. It could be Halo Infinite that is going to say, I'm not playing this on my Xbox One S. Now, if you have an X, you might sit there and say, I am more than happy with the performance I'm getting from my X, but I have a VCR. So wait, so yeah, would but, I rather upgrade to an X or a Series X? Now, depending on the price, you know, difference, I might just say, well, for I next two hundred dollars, I'll get a Series X. I just, I just think you can have cross-gen games, but then you can also have a big exclusive in there, just to try to get people, maybe mm -hmm. start to make the move. Because what, what if we get there eighteen months in, it's time to shut that VCR down, but 
yeah maybe eight million people decided to move over to the the series family and then you're shutting off 50 million xbox ones from game pass or like well from games going forward that's that is the part where i'm like ooh, i don't know i don't know about that i feel like they should have said we're gonna have some games that work you know for the older systems then we're gonna have like a couple here and there that are just for the series xbox systems which is pretty much a traditional model for for new system releases yeah sure i think i think by coming out and saying it you're essentially pigeonholing yourself yeah, yeah, somebody's yeah, like, got to get somebody's got to get that dude away from some interviews. Going yeah, forward. that's what I, I felt <laughs> like. It was never. probably something that he didn't really, you know, he he wanted to take back pretty much as soon as he said it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, what, what's the the Don Matrick when they're like, well, what if I don't have oh. the internet? What would I do? Why would I get an Xbox uh, One? And it goes, oh, we have a product for you. It's called the Xbox Three Sixty. Like that was a <laughs> quote what? that stunk him. The one good thing here is he didn't say anything necessarily bad for consumers. He says something that's technically good for consumers. But mm. you're right that that was ugly when Don Matrick said that. I almost that feel like this is a, so bad. This is a situation where Matt Booty was like, "Ooh, I probably shouldn't have said that." Um, yeah. But I mean, we'll see what happens. But here's the thing: now, as someone who is like, "I'm going to buy a Series X day one," E3 is very important now for them to show me why I should buy that Series X. Yeah, they're going to say, come back next year when we'll talk about the Xbox Series X oh, no. in 2022. I'm Dude. just like, that Hellblade tech demo, I was like, man, I'm sold on this. This looks great. And now I'm hearing that, you know, I might not see that Series X stretch his legs for the first year. I'm like, uh, Dude, Sony's not even going to turn up to A3 and they're still going to win. Oh, yeah. that's what they said in 2019 too. Remember, people were saying, uh, "I can't believe somebody didn't show up and still managed to have the best show." I need, I need to see a little more information about that. Uh, like that whole Sony not going E3 is still it's sound it sounds crazy still. It I, does, think, yeah. I think I think they're going to show up. hundred percent, they're going to hundred percent. They have to. Let's put Mitch on the chopping block. Oh, here we go. Oh, does it have, oh, does it have oh, to be man, Mitch or can we just what? buy him a cactus and send it to Hold him? On. What's, what does Nate have to do? Are you guys betting this? Is like is the yeah. play on the line? Nate, okay. All right, here's, uh, the, face deal. Reveal. here's the deal. Face I'm reveal, the officiator. Yeah, it's a whole... On cam. Uh, to do a whole podcast with your face cam on or, full podcast. or on the podcast, uh, Sean, you have to eat the oh that's, okay interesting why you have to what <laughs> yeah, yeah, so plan. okay so just to make the rules 100 percent clear mitch. Mitch. he has a plant named mitch it's a sentient uh, plant that he keeps i can't see kitchen. because he just has a skeleton the skeleton no, is mitch. I, I, no no that's laparka laparka just died can you can you bring your plant onto screen <laughs> Yeah, hold on, I'll grab him. <laughs> uh, Evan, do we have any Discord questions? Okay, wait, 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 now that his headphones are off, he's using a green screen, and so plants are typically are, green. What are, what are, yeah, he, 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 brought, he brought it on he before, did this before, yeah. yeah. You, you're not even going to see it. It's what are the terms there? So the exact terms that I think that we need to just define, it's basically if Sony is there, if Sony is actually there, Sony has to show up and do a press conference. That's what I think it should be. Sony's going to do a press yeah. conference because so technically, has to be technically, at E3. So, yes, because technically Sony was at. Oh, E3. you can't see because the green. That's <laughs> yeah. a predator vision. No, it's just, okay. it's just the terms are Sony has to be at E3. If Sony is not just at surrender. E3, Sean has to eat Mitch. And, yes. and if Sony does, if okay. Sony does a presentation at E3 2020, you have to do a full podcast with webcam. Yeah, okay. yeah I'm, okay. I'm I agree to sure. these terms. No mask, no, no mask. Clip it. It has to be your actual face. All right, I agree to these terms. Oh, is this going to be the first okay. time 
Sean's had vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Occasionally, the pizza pockets have um, has onions pizza in them. It's oh, so, okay. so, some ramen has vegetables in it. Oh man, that was, that was good. That was funny. You witness, you may witness Sean, history here. Sean, you missed the worst burn on you ever. Oh, oh man. Um, <laughs> uh, Evan, we have some Discord questions left before we finish up. Well, that last thing with the Xbox covered one of them. It was specifically they were asking about the Halo series coming to both, so they were wondering if yes. that would kill it, but or adjust uh, sales. I think, I think people will just way. literally. I think for Halo, people will just subscribe to uh, Game Pass anyway. Yeah, Probably. I, I honestly, a hundred percent, and I'm being dead serious. I've talked about this a little bit uh, uh, during like an end of year video, but a hundred percent, I actually think that Halo Infinite is going to sell a ton. Uh, and it's because of Halo Reach and Halo 3 and everything coming to Steam. We have seen a huge resurgence of Halo. I'm not sure how many of these people are going to buy it on Xbox, but I do think that Halo Infinite is actually going to be... I hope crazy. Infinite does well. I hope it cracks 10 million units. I uh, I will bet it's definitely going to break 10 million. I, I hope bet so. On. Game I'm Pass not... probably says otherwise. <laughs> well, sorry, yeah. I'll, I'll say it'll have 10 million paying players. They're going to tell us do how they... many times they reloaded the BR or something. Because yeah, I exactly. haven't used Game Pass. Do they track and report at all like how many people they, have played the games yes. on the yeah. service they, they brag about it yeah they brag about it occasionally they're like this this had 20 million people downloaded or something yeah. like that mm-hmm. okay i mean cf thieves is one of the most As popular 10, games on the xbox yeah one. Uh, one million players my, yeah, one, what they say. Yeah. my one concern okay. is we still like we still don't know how many people have actually subscribed to game pass and usually that's a number you brag about so that's like where i'm like mm-hmm. it's just me it's and plus, me. people can always cancel Game Pass. And the first 15 hours of Sea of Thieves was a lot of fun. When did it's you play better, the though. new stuff? Because the new stuff is crazy. There's so I heard much there's to a do. lot of new stuff. Just, I don't want to go through that again. I, I wanted to do a video, honestly, a year or it was like a year after they did a, another giant update. And it was like the third giant update. And I was going to do a video called Sea of Thieves one year later because I heard it was totally different, but I just ended up not doing it. Uh, let's uh, let me go through some of these super chats real quick. Uh, Evan, how many more Discord questions do we have? We still have two. Uh, one of them we kind of went over in a news wave. Uh, he was wondering, because the initial AMD render of the Xbox Series X we found to be fake, but then we saw that one yes. that was supposedly real. He was just yes. wondering if it is going to be HDMI still, like even if it's just like a mono HDMI or if they're going to need be, something it stronger. Be, uh, it should be HDMI 2.1. Yeah. Yes, because they, they have 8K on the chip. It ha- it's got to be HDMI 2.1. So, yep, it should be. It looked like they got rid of the the extra HDMI port too. So the input port. Yeah, no more TV. Yep. Uh, what was the other question? This one's. I'm just gonna read it out. It's a long one. Do you think Nintendo <laughs> sees the difference between a fail versus a flop or a success versus a hit? For example, do you think they see franchises like Paper Mario and Star Fox as failing, or know that it's just the latest entries that caused the underwhelming performance? The other mm. side would be things like the Pokemon Mobile game with Go being what people wanted, but the other games being generally unasked for. I would think they would do it on a game by game and case by case basis. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, game by game. I mean, their expectations for certain games, like obviously, they've basically have said this is that they viewed a game like Splatoon due to its great success, helping them fund a game like Bayonetta 2, which they know will cost a fairly substantial amount of money, but they're not going to get a return on investment because they know mm. the, the fan base is limited. So they wouldn't view half a million. For Bayonetta 2 as a failure, they would just say, there's not that many people who buy it, but we want that diversity in our library. Okay. Uh, let's let's go through 
the Newark. Chats here. Uh, Brett says, been playing Tetris Effect, absolute masterpiece. Tetris Effect is good. Uh, that's I uh, play that VR. It's it's nuts. Um, yep. Jalen says, I'm kind of scared about platinum games accepting money from Tencent games. Nothing good can come from that kind of deal involving Tencent. There's nothing to be concerned with. Yeah, there. it'll be business as usual. That don't don't worry about that. You, from from what I from what I've been told, I'm scared. From what I've been told, that's actually more like a more like a loan, if anything else. It's just but, capital. It just yeah. It's just capital, so that platinum can go out there and do some of the self publishing that they've wanted. All the management, everything else remains the same as it was before Tencent got involved. Yeah, it's to get the, scale bound back. Well, the ana- the analogy <laughs> I've heard up, sometimes. I've, I've heard Tencent. I've heard Tencent kind of operates like Disney, where like they have billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars. And so occasionally they'll see something that they think that they could make more profitable and they just dump some money into it to see how much money they'll get. Also, out of based it. on Tencent, I doubt they had to give them that much money. Just to be I honest. Wish. I mean, Tencent has a lot of money. So yeah, Tencent is biggest. actually the biggest video game company in the world. Yeah. yeah. By far, right? Like by a humongous percentage, yeah, right? It's pretty competitive media wise with Disney. Well, I mean, they put out tons of movies and everything. Ten cents, yeah. they, they, it's like ten it's, it's literally Disney. They have their foot in everything. Ten, oh my god! Ten cent and ten cent. Hey, don't you touch Tem Tem? Leave that. The ten cent. <laughs> uh, Michael says finished Final Fantasy VII for the first uh, fifth fifth time today. Jeez, the first uh, still time. Really? still yeah. great game and story. So ready for a remake in March. Working on Resident Evil Two remake now. Awesome. Nice. Awesome. Bryson says just showing some love to the Spawncast. Have a great 2020. And they say they say uh, hashtag Sobble Squad. Nice. That's that's the best message all night. Hell yeah. It's not grooky, but allowed, I guess. Uh, Stern says, RGT, please, let's play Pokemon Sword would be funny. Uh, (laughs) Have you played that again? Or now? You just don't feel like playing it. Uh, Sean, you know what? He's afraid he might like it. Sean, you should try try out Temtem. You should try out Temtem, Sean. Only a Tencent will sponsor my Temtem video. Sean, Sean, <laughs> let's do a video together where you and I play through Pokemon Sword and Shield and we'll do some raids. Is it on your channel? No, it could be on yours. <laughs> no, no, no. If it's on your channel, fuck, I'm down. I see that sub base motherfucker. <laughs> Dude, I never saw a green so money down. size Pokemon eye so fast. I would. Oh? Poke, Pokemon Sword, let's go, baby. I'm ready. Suddenly no. you love it. Oh man! If you were gonna be on my channel, I, we would you would come over here to New Jersey. We would play together, and every time you lose, you have to assemble a Nintendo Labo kit. Oh, oh Jesus, dude! That's now a that, good video. Buy that's, a plane that's ticket. That's it. Yeah, yeah. plane yeah. ticket. Plane You're like ticket, no. two hours from me. Oh, is it? I'm. I think of everything from yeah. Texas. Sorry. Uh, Alolan Jojo says hi again. My best buy gamers card unlock membership will be ending tomorrow. Where can we buy cheaper new physical Switch games? Thanks in advance. Uh, check out Walmart. Walmart, yeah. Sometimes Amazon. Uh, yeah, Amazon sometimes, Game- yeah. GameStop is closing a bunch of their locations nationwide, hmm. and all their stores are between 30 to 50 and then 50 to 70% off. I saw that. Yeah, that's interesting. I saw fr- there's like a list I saw that, uh, people were putting online. Yeah, a friend there's of like mine just got a Switch Lite for $130. I'll no share way. It in the chat. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I thought about doing a video on that on my other channel just because it's like, hey, if a GameStop's near you and they're closing down, maybe it'll get some cheap yeah. stuff. Uh, I literally have a list of all the locations right here. I'll share it yeah. in the uh, cool. Discord. Very neat. I'll share it in the group chat. There's one actually right up the road from me. 
Uh, I do warn you, though, if you go toward the end of the sale, it's a very sad place to walk into. I know. It's like slim pickings. I went to Borders. The day it closed, I went to the last Borders in Dallas, like the day before it closed. And like literally even they even sold the shelves. It was like an empty room with like four sad employees. I was like, we did that with Circuit City back in the day. That was awesome. Tesla says IGN confirmed Pikmin 3 in their NBC podcast this week without naming it. One hour, one minute spot in. Hmm. I mean, at this point, is it? It's not really a secret much anymore with Pikmin three being brought up everywhere. So, I did. I did notice. I thought. I thought IGM was talking about different Wii U ports at one point, but uh, I might have been off about that. But apparently, Pikmin three. Uh, the the chat is going off about the whole GameStop thing. Most of the locations that they're closing are like ones that are very very small stores in the middle of strip malls. That had been in developing areas and rent has gone up. So those in particular stores are not profitable, which mm. makes a lot of sense. It's not like GameStop is completely closing everywhere. The whole thing. They're just getting they're cutting the fat. It makes well, sense. They, they closed a bunch in Australia, too. Right. Or what is it there? It's, I saw some news report. They closed like 20 percent of their stores somewhere. Yeah. Some people uh, like, say that 15 or 19 EB games have shut down. That's yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. They just and it, and it's sometimes just easier to sell rather than ship the stuff to different stores. If you can just sell it mm-hmm. there and not have to pay for UPS shipping, it's yeah. It's, it's and not have, don't have to pay employees to pack it up. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh oh, here's another one uh from Wilbert Max D- DCG didn't jailbreak. Then how did he play Final Fantasy VII? <laughs> uh, somebody just contacted me and said they had the demo and I played it and I I really really liked it. I mean, sounds legit. Oh, it. I that's why I think the fact that it's all over the internet. I, I don't know. I definitely think we're gonna get the demo soon. I see a lot of people asking about the demo. I do think we gotta get the demo soon. I'd like it like this week. I would like That'd it right nice. now. Yeah, I want. I would like it on the thirtieth. Uh, I might actually boot up the PS4 for that. It might be interesting. Yeah. Wait, maybe what? you should boot it up on that thing. You should boot it up beforehand so you can install updates for. A day yeah, or two. I was. I was about to say. Yeah, yeah. Like, well bring yeah. make sure to make sure to firm. Or I'll just drive over to John's house. We'll just play it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh if uh uh rusty says which pokemon are you hoping gets added to the pass i hope uh furret or uh an inf- infiner and in- come back infernape i said you know what i i bet they've uh i bet i bet they've done so it. I'll was, was, infinirape, was infinirape infiner- your starter infinite rape all right we're done oh <laughs> lord oh god i blurred all those words together which pokemon are you hoping gets added to the pass awesome i'll Me? take a fur it yeah uh, 200 right 200 plus are coming back any anyone yeah. in particular uh well i already have charizard and i already have gyarados so uh i don't know dragonite mm. okay okay i remember that one all right we'll go with dragonite <laughs> hey that was it hey that was in that episode where they had the lighthouse and then yeah, the, the giant the water. it was, it was big never explained, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Episode. Classic. sure was it was it's a good stuff. episode yeah and then the guy who's all dressed in the kabutops that was great had that episode on vhs <laughs> the kabuto go. <laughs> yeah oh gosh there's there's more there's more super chats uh <laughs> yeah i'm getting near austin i see it it says uh can john say i like a dude the cha can you say it? Wait, what? I couldn't I hear just you. Said I, I like to do the cha-cha. There you go. No, you guys. You, you, you have, have to say, say it slower. It. You have to say it like Steve Carell. Ken yeah. John said, "I like to do the uh, cha-cha." I like to do 
the cha-cha. That's how you have to say it. <laughs> I like to do the cha-cha. No, you just... just it, it's fast. not going to happen. Give up. It's That's forward. my normal reading speed. I'm on phone. Yeah, oh, nice. He mumbled. Okay, fine. All right, all right, fine, fine. <laughs> I... I like... I like, like uh, to do the, the cha-cha. Uh... <laughs> do... You're ruining this sound bite. Yeah. Uh, sure. Should have had him say the uh, other thing. Cha. What the uh, fuck was this on 56k? <laughs> right. I'm unsubscribing. Buffering. <laughs> Buffering. Yeah. I want my I want my two dollars back. It's those those early uh, AI talking programs what? that are like I am Dreamcast guy. <laughs> what uh, What GameCube title would you like to see ported to the Switch? That's from Cody. Eternal Darkness. Star Fox yes. Assault. Uh, Double Dash. A crazy Super time. Mario Sunshine. It's not, range. it's not GameCube specific, but I'll take Time Splitters 2 and 3, thanks. No, Skies of Arcadia. <laughs> yeah. Skies of Arcadia Legends. Sonic Adventure 1. You know what? I'd be okay with uh, if they. I just want Metal Gear Solid. I was going to say Twin Snakes, but at this point, I just want Naruto Clash of Ninja 1 and 2. <sighs> I, I own those in English and Japanese. In Japan, they Me call them Gek, Gekdo Ninja Tyson. I was going to say, do you have the case with you? Uh, I do, of yeah. course. Gekdo <laughs> Ninja Tyson. I have that too, nice. but it's all the way over there. Mike, I can't Mike reach says, it. Uh, oh, that, that's a GameCube game. We're talking about Dreamcast games. Oh, whoops. Uh, Swag <laughs> says Switch Pro will, will play DS and Game Boy games. Yes. <laughs> oh, really? I, then I gotta buy it. Like, like the how the new 3DS can play Super Nintendo games. I'm pretty, yeah. I'm pretty sure Game Boy is like the next thing for the Nintendo. If everyone saw the N64, it's gonna be Game Boy or Game Boy Color or something crazy. And I much. love it. I I want Game Boy, oh, Game yeah. Boy, and Game Boy Advance over Nintendo 64 any day. Uh, Solus Curve oh, says almost every uh, Nintendo handheld had a Pro with exclusives. Prove it. I mean, I guess if you want to. DSi, 3DS, Pro. Okay, the DSi, the micro, Game Boy Micro. Hello. The micro did not have exclusive. Well, I thought the DSi, the DSi had extra RAM, so it could it run the browser. The DSi had like had two exclusive store, and those were fucking. But those were okay. Those were not. There was yeah. They had a online. There was an exclusive WarioWare game on there. Okay, weren't there DSi? There was a WarioWare game. Wasn't there a Shantae DSiWare game that came out? Maybe. Hmm. I remember them showing a puzzle game where you had to move the camera back and forth. It wasn't stuff that couldn't run on the (laughs) DS. It just had a fucking online store so you could buy the stuff. And on the uh, on the the new 3DS, they added the C stick, which was used for like two or three games exclusively. Uh huh. I love uh, the first yeah. Zelda. Swags Swag says, guys, you're forgetting Atari VCS is going to start the next generation of Beat Sony. <laughs> oh, you guys saw, I mean, you guys did probably. see it. It loaded up Fortnite, right? You saw that. Did it? I guess I didn't even see it that. Did. I saw the windows. What? I was, was like, it that's it. Pack, it. pack it in. It's over. <laughs> was it the menu screen or was he actually? <laughs> what did it? Was it moving gameplay or? Oh yeah, it was, it was. It was like to the point where you're like you have a character standing there and you're going through the menus and everything. Uh, yeah. Wow. Run. Rico Rico yes. Perez says Spawn still believe uh, what fail. Oh, what fail Spencer says. Hey, that was Matt Booty was talking. Booty, son. <laughs> you said booty. Oh, you might be talking about. Uh, booty. You might be talking about the the Game Pass stuff. I think I think he's just trying to uh, let people know that their Game Pass, I guess, is working for him financially. It is. It is. There you go. It works. Uh, Travis says RGT is the Charles Bukowski of YouTube gaming. I looked him up and he didn't. He's an American German poet. Yeah, of course. Like... 
Like, Y'all don't know this? I, I, I expected him to be like a horrible human or something. Wait, what was his name? Does he have a panache for me? Charles Bukaki. <laughs> Matthew, Matthew Hammond says, remember the Nintendo DS was the third pillar? Yeah, the Game Boy. They're coming out. The, the Game Boy's not dead, folks. Yeah, who's bopping oh, yeah. some music real quick? Uh, <laughs> do a Matt, I mean, press says, do a one-on-one with Nick. There's no 20 tapping for her. Uh, strikes. Oh, yeah. Chris says, I don't know if anybody has mentioned it, but after last week's podcast, the possibility of, of a LTE switch upgrade, one that would always be connected through cell towers. Nope. Nah. LTE is trash. LTE is trash. 5G. I've experimented with using my, I use a super crappy phone, but I experimented with a uh, hotspot playing stuff on the Switch. It kind of works. I mean, mm. I'd prefer that over buying a decent cell phone with decent hotspot than buying a new Switch Doesn't... with it. Doesn't it anyone here remember Sony's yeah, the 3G Vita? Yeah, yeah it was dude. 3G though. You I remember everyone in the audience Nier. booing that. It was great. They were yeah, or did they boo or did they laugh? I they can't remember. booed pretty hard. They, they, were not, they weren't happy about well, it. Well, it's because they partnered with AT and T. The moment it popped up on the screen, AT and T, and the whole just like no, it wasn't good. What have you done this? It was. It wasn't pretty. Not at my all. Vita reminds me every single time I turn it on that it can't connect to the friggin' network for oh. AT and T. I'm like, <laughs> I know. I don't care. Hey, any uh, any info? Oh, this is from Michael Parker. Wow, I forgot about this game. Any info on Seasons of Heaven? That was freaking bullshit. When it was, I on forgot that. about that game. I that was didn't. like the first. That was like the first Switch game or something where they showed gameplay or something, and then we found out they didn't have a dev kit. It was something like that, right? Whoa! Yeah, they didn't have a dev kit. They leaked it to select YouTubers so they could get publicity. Like but it, Laura Kate Dale was a big one at the time. Oh! But the people intentionally leaked their own game, and then they're like, "Oh my god, I can't believe it leaked!" Like, well, when you're making the game and you tell people to leak your game the next day. Yeah, you know, that's eventually going to be found out because a lot of people rejected your offer. They just wanted to be like, yeah, we're making NX and we're using Unreal Engine 4. And people are like, oh, my God. Industry secret. Most leaks are on. Oh, there's only a few that aren't on. Leaks are on. Uh, and then we have uh, Riku Perez says a logo beat a console reveal. Xbox dead on arrival. That was for the PlayStation 5 logo that got apparently broke the record for most likes on Instagram from a game. Uh, was it really? That's so weird. It was weird how much no it, company. it trended for like 14 hours. People talking about a freaking logo. <laughs> it's the most obvious logo, too. Wow. I they know, changed yeah. the four to a five. Oh, I did like God. the Photoshop. I love it. There's a Photoshop where they select the four and they press delete and they get the the S yep. and they like turn it upside down and draw a line and go and we're good. Uh, well, I saw I saw one that had it in Photoshop. They deleted the four, put a five, yeah, five. and then it was a remix of Dora the Explorers. We did it. That's <laughs> awesome. Uh, well, Will McConnell says Australia Australia stores are closing down as well. EB Games. I'm just saying that. Uh, yep, uh, Zaire Miller says uh, the best comparison for the Xbox Series X and its strategy is like Apple with the iPhone and iOS. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's exactly that. And Windows with the Windows Shop and Google with the Google Play Store. Wait, or so it's almost PC. like businesses doing businesses? Like businesses, businesses. <laughs> I'll just be curious if they can if they can sell enough Series Xs and Series Ss so that when it's time to make the the change they can. The big well, question is, which I wanted to, I wanted to butt in before, 
Do you think eventually they're going to say does not support original series Xbox One? Oh, yes. Because that would I, that would just I, make everything easier for them. I don't think they'll phrase it that way. I think they'll try and like spin it as a positive of like the yeah. first Series X only game. You know. Mm. Oh, and, and the Series X can also be played by the Xbox One X. I mean, if uh, I mean, I, I really don't. That's I never Xbox Series X. Yep. I never like bringing iPhones in the equation because things are like over a thousand dollars, and people and we all complain about a five or six hundred dollar console. Mm-hmm. We complain about everything. That's that's, do. that's the internet. Yeah. That's the that's internet. Call me the hate. We are all a lot, majority of people don't get online to go. I love a thing. The majority of people go online to go. I do. I hate, sometimes, but we get together once a week and we just go, you know what I don't like? <laughs> this. No, this well, no. Nate, to be fair, Nate, Nate every day. Nate every day. talked about Temtem. <laughs> yeah, but then did you? Do we not talk crap about other things? Did you not start this podcast off by disgracing the name of Mystery Dungeon? Disgracing Jordan, or okay. reinforcing? No, he never no, even returned to Mystery Dungeon. Even we were though we're all talking about would. Mystery Dungeon being for kindergartners. And that's okay. It's yeah, I mean, you're the people. one quoting Dora the Explorer. That, that, that was my only statement is that it's an early childhood game. <laughs> Perfect for you. Me? <laughs> yeah. I don't Me, the guy, about- the guy who rips apart uh, analysis and sneaks you backstage at MagCon? Oh, uh, you make oh. videos about Pokemon. I make videos about Pokemon. We're all children. You open up card packs and oh, get shit. reported to Kappa. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> At the Kappa, Kappa Cabana. Oh boy, look at me. Federal lawbreaker. Jordan's getting fined by the Kappa. Chris Chris says uh, you guys don't have Verizon. I have Verizon. No. I have have Metro PCS, the worst phone service in the world. I have have T-Mobile. T-Mobile. In the metro areas here on the East Coast, T-Mobile is better than Verizon. Woohoo! That is true. Yeah. Yes, I which love their new CEO. The day that he got the job, he was like, we need the iPhone. And then the iPhone bend gate happened and he was on a live interview and he was like, what asshole is sitting on their thousand dollar phone? And people are like, he's right. You talking about John? <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Uh, we talked we covered Wii U ports through a we several did. different uh yeah. we talked about we've covered the wii u port since last year well we just talked about them again how there's supposed to be two more apparently coming to the switch and it seems <laughs> like that's picked up a lot of steam going into a nintendo direct apparently happening soonish so we talked about all the different wii u ports which ones we want to come over but uh, the yeah, yeah. two leading ones right now are uh pikmin 3 and mario 3d world which they uh, told us mario 3d world is coming last year anyway so that's cool. Yeah, I like 3D yeah. World. Uh, and and Zelda's. Hey, yeah, Scott. Scott forgot that you owed him five bucks too. Who's to say I never gave it to him? Oh, Scott. He doesn't remember. <laughs> oh, why don't we just ask him? Hey, Scott. He, did, did yeah, you give he, five dollars? He, he watches while he's chilling, so he's watching. <laughs> he's about to call you out in the chat. <laughs> right. Wait, who's who's Scott? Uh, the Waz. He was Waz. on a podcast. Him and Nate made a five dollar bet. The, Hi, Scott. Oh, it will be in a direct. I don't, it, Daddy, maybe, I don't know. It'll be in a direct one day. One yeah. day. Uh, let's see. I think that was everything, though, for uh, the podcast, right? I think we're good. Let's, what? Um, let's go around here. MVG, where can they find you? 
You can find me on Twitter at Modern Vintage G, YouTube Modern Vintage Gamer, and I got a new video coming up Monday as usual. So stick around for that. Have thank you for having me on the show. And before I go, go Chiefs tomorrow. Oh, there you go. All right, very good. <laughs> what about uh, <laughs> what about what about Austin? Shut Thanks up, for mate. joining us tonight, man. <laughs> I'm rooting for Mahomes. Hell yeah, you are. No one cares about us. <laughs> Thanks for having me on. Uh, I'm very excited that my panel just got confirmed. So if you're going to be at PAX East, I'm going to be doing my panel Friday, approximately 3.30 p.m. More info coming soon. And I will crash it. Twitter at Austin John Plays, YouTube slash Austin John Plays. We're, we're, we're trying to hit that 2 million mark. Jesus. All right. Hey. There you go. Look at you go. Well, we're, we're striving for one and a quarter first, but fancy. Eventually, eventually, the two M. I wasn't expecting to hit one before the end of the year. So now I don't know what to do with myself. Uh, oh, and we're on our way to two. We just need like eight hundred thousand more. <laughs> yeah, give me a couple months. Uh, uh, Miss Click, where can they where can they find you? Uh, hey, hi. Um, you can find me here on YouTube as Miss Click Gaming, and I will upload. When I when I when I upload, that's just how it goes. I'm literally live like 24 hours a day uh, on twitch.tv slash misclick underscore live. You can find me there. And anything else that you want, um, you can just find it on misclickgaming.com. Are you live right now? Most of the well, people watching I mean, are confused, here, yes. <laughs> here, but you know. Uh, yeah. let's let's go over to Sean. Where can they find you, man? Find me in your local dumpster looking for a meal. <laughs> No, you can find me in various forms of the internet at RG. Everyone, people think I look homeless. I, I had a rise and fall on Reset Era. They they liked me for like a few minutes, and then they saw some of the things I had said about them in a tweet, and then they hated me. So it was like, you know, I went I went the full cycle with them. Uh, but yeah, you can find me on various forms of the internet at RGT85. That's okay. it. He had a similar fallout with uh, TMZ. Pretty much, pretty much all of them. What about uh, what about Max Dreamcast guy? Um, I'm doing pretty good. You can just find me on YouTube.com/slash/DreamcastGuy. This coming week, um, I'm gonna do a top ten that's uh, kind of fun. I want to do uh, top ten things that suck about modern gaming, just as a way to kind of talk about like DLC and stuff. And the week after, I'll talk about what's great about modern gaming. Um, and we're gonna be talking about Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Uh, I've yeah. been watching. Actually, rewatched a bunch of Dragon Ball Z and caught up on Dragon Ball Super just so when I play the game, yep. I can fully Grabbing understand that on the Friday. In your video, are you going to put in how I'm a casual PlayStation gamer and every time I turn the system on, it takes me an hour for the system updates? <laughs> oh, yeah. Are you getting Dragon Ball Z Kakarot? Awesome. Me? Yeah. No, I'm oh. plugging it in for when Final Fantasy demo happens. <laughs> Just go start the updates now. Just start the updates. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah, probably. It'll, uh, be ready. It'll be ready by the time it comes out. What about Jordan? By the 30th. Hi, I'm Jordan. Uh, you can find me. Uh, check out uh, my uh, my other channel. I, it's called Batteries Low. I put out a video the other week about Dante's Inferno. It's a it new type great. of video series I'm trying. I put a lot of hard work into it. I linked it there in the chat. Thank you guys very much. I appreciate it. I worked really hard on it. I'm trying to get them to be weekly or bi-weekly episodes. I'm working on one for Enslaved. So go check out that episode if you like it. Toss me a sub. If you don't, well, I don't know what to tell you. That you just don't like me. All right. Okay. Cool. Uh, and, then, and then Nate, what about you? You can find me on Twitter at Direct Feed Games, link to my YouTube channel there. I also have my other channel, Nate the Hate. Twitter is at Nate the Hate, followed by the number two. I have a video on that channel coming out on Monday about a topic I cannot disclose right now. So <gasps> uh -oh. it'll appear on Monday. Oh, What's the topic? Sometime. 
That's right, secrets. <laughs> and I'll have some of that uh, super, what was it called? Super Crush <laughs> KO game up on Thursday. Dang, don't uh, even know the name. Oh, I knew funny. it was Super KO. I forgot what the C word was, though. Uh, like okay. it was Crash or Crush or Kronk. Uh-huh. The, Cana- the Canadians can tell you what the Australians can tell you what the C word is. That'll do it. That'll do it here for uh, Spawncast uh, episode 145. We will be back next Saturday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time, hopefully to talk about a direct. I don't know. Maybe this week. Maybe next week. (laughs) What do you know? We'll see. We'll see you guys then. Nice wave, everyone.